himself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Happy February the 3rd. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube as you walk in the door. Subscribing so you can chat with us and a five-star review wherever you are hearing us. Please and thank you. Quad box action on a Friday, I'm afraid. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. Uh, Keeping my eyes open for apparently there's a a spy balloon in the air. Got to keep my eyes up, keep my six, keep my wits about me. I'm feeling Mm -hmm. good, feeling good. Mm Mm-hmm. Hollywood Packard's in the house. How we feeling, Packard? Oh, it's been a it's been a wild forty or twenty four hours for the uh for Hollywood Jam over here. Uh, oh. Ups, ups and downs. So it's a it's a longer story. I uh I don't know if we're ready for it, but I'm ready to tell it. Oh, put a pin in that. Uh, YC's in the house. How we feeling, boss man? A uh, less eventful twenty four hours, but doing all right. Uh, yeah, the Mick man will be joining us a bit later, but until then, Packard. Uh... What's uh, what's on your mind? Okay, so uh, it's let's start off Thursday morning. Hollywood Jam has some important important business at the state house. You know, I have some meetings as as I normally do. You know, sure. I have to go meet with the local legislative body. Legislative sessions starting up soon. So I put on my finest suit. I get down to the state house. I uh, everything goes well. I have my meeting. I conduct business. I wheels and I deals. You know, we're starting making progress. Uh, everything's going well. I got to rush back to class because uh, I have class in the afternoon. No chance to take off my suit. So now I'm like walking around class as this guy in a fancy suit. Kind of like something that happens in law school because like people are going to court and stuff, but you still kind of feel weird about it. Uh, but then yeah. in class, I get like many uh, people are like complimenting like, hey, nice suit, nice suit. Um I don't know how to say this, but the most attractive man in my class is like, nice suit, dude. And I was like, oh, this counts for something. Hot, like hot you said, it's just fine. Yeah. yeah, hot guy compliments you on your suit game. It's, uh, you know, picks up your day. That almost means more to me because, like, a women, we know women go for trash. Like, a woman would date me. That's exactly right. <laughs> Like, yeah, I didn't say all oh, that school. Jesus Christ, a, well, a well dressed <laughs> and well looking man isn't gonna date me. I look like a trucker, like, they got standards, you know. I do think there's something to that, like, uh, getting the compliment from the now is a handsome man, is he ever suit guy? Like, is he ever, <laughs> yeah, what if he's always I, a slob? <laughs> well, I was gonna say, yeah, because if his ass can't dress, then that's where it might be bad news. I've never seen him in a suit, but I, I'd say he's also a well-dressed man. Like it was like a that was the peak of my day. It was like the compliment from the handsome man. There we go. Some people are so good looking though they don't need to dress as well as the rest of us. So he's probably in that category. Like yeah. he's probably dressed fine, but he's also really good looking. So that brings him up to like an A minus. He definitely like a, has handsome man privilege. Like right, and, but like he had he extended some of it to me, and, and so he didn't I'm, have to. He, didn't have he could have said, man, that's a terrible suit, and I know I'm handsome. <laughs> exactly. So that's the peak of my day. It's all downhill from there. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> I so thought that was of... where it would end. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> you should have just went to bed. That's the ups, uh, not the downs. Now we're getting to the, the downs. Ups. So a few months ago, um, 
I broke up with the lady I had been living with. And so that creates a whole complicated situation. But I'm currently in like a sublet situation. And it's a, it's a basement level sublet. Not a lot of sunlight coming through these walls. Not a lot of a great scenario. Um, but you know what? It's February in the Northeast. Are you, are, you, are you missing that much sunlight? You know what Not I mean? Not really, but I like the okay. idea of sunlight. Um, True. True. So I'm in the basement level. It's like 1030. I'm like, oh, I've had a long day. Going to go to bed early. It's going to be, you know, just get a good night's sleep. I put my head down on the pillow, lights out, and I just start hearing drip. drip oh, no. Drip. I'm like, I've tried to ignore it initially, and then it just keeps coming a little bit faster. Turn the lights on. The ceiling is leaking. There's something going on. And it's not just like from the one thing. It's like you can see the water like spread out across the ceiling. That's that's usually a good sign though, right? I don't know. I just saw it as like, that's that's not good. I don't know what to do in this situation. So I have to call up the apartment people. And so what I thought was going to be like me going to bed early at 1030 is like the guy comes, he brings me one bucket and he's like, all right, let me run up like through every other apartment in the complex and figure out what's going on. And like, I can't like go to bed with this situation is going. So I'm just like, Oh, what am I going to do for these next? Like, well, I'm just waiting for this to be dealt with. I'll jump on FIFA. Maybe get, get some squad. Oh, no. And you know, I've been getting a little bit better. My team's pretty mid. Um, and I'm like, all right, let me see what objectives are. I have like, let's see like packs I can open up. I get messy on a seven-game loan. I'm like, I've never had a player above 95. I get messy. I think he got to oh, be like a 115, right? He's, I think, 98. It's like I've never, never had a player this Too good. Short. So, Too short to be a full 99 school. It's true. It's true. They took him a point for that. So I have him on a seven-game loan. I'm like, these are the seven games. Um, YC basically called me a coward the other week when he said I wasn't playing on world class. So I've been playing all these games on world class, getting my ass kicked. I'm like, Messi character. is going to be the thing that gets me some points, gets me some wins, get me some new packs. Now, Messi is a right wing. And there seems to be a whole thing about chemistry that you like really don't like it when you play guys out of position in FIFA. Mm-hmm. So I change really? up my whole formation to try to get one that has a right wing in it so I can like I don't mess up my chemistry. I go 0 and 7 with Messi on my uh squad battles and it's just getting blasted like 6-2, 7-1. I think I scored one goal with Messi the entire time. Brother. And the, and the entire time I can just the drip is just going into the bucket. <laughs> the drip. It's just drip. Drip. Drip and it's just like this is i'm a pathetic human being this is awful i don't know what i've done to deserve such shabby treatment oh i do know i've just lived my life uh, accordingly up until this point um yeah and then it's just uh apparently there's some leak in the second floor apartment they got it fixed the drip stopped and i just had to hang my head and just go to bed and just it's just coming off that it's just been I'm trying to be positive, but it's it's why positive. I don't know. I don't it sounds know. horrible. I'd be like, man, listen to listen to this BS I went through. I want to drag everybody's day down. Gather around. Uh, well, that's what I do. Towel or nothing to stop the drip. Uh, we... I had a bucket on top of a towel, but like you could still that's hear backwards, the drip. man. Yeah, you know, oh. you put the towel in the bucket. It's soft. I, I tried that too. It still dripped because it was the same exact spot. So it was just like once the, the drip, towel man. got towel got wet, you could still hear the drip, and so it was just like this haunting. <laughs> haunting thing is i'm just getting 
absolutely blasted by teams who I like. My team's like an 85 at this point. I'm just getting blasted by a bunch of teams who are like 78s just because I'm playing on world class. It's just, it was a bad evening. You don't have to play on world class. You know that, right? Nah, I mean, you get more points that way. I try, like. <laughs> no, you don't. You, what did you say, 6 2, 7 1? You wouldn't get any, yeah, any points I, at I, all. I Very you, little points there. <laughs> you bump it down one or two, I think you might win. <laughs> That's what I've been doing this morning. World class no. just cheats, I think. That's just when the computer cheats. You know, well, yeah. Class, you just, Sounds you just like y'all are running from the grind. That's what I hear. Get him. Get him, YC. I play against humans. I need human error. Human error I is start, a thing. I started, I started doing that, too. And honestly, the weird thing about that is, like, doing pretty good. But now when you go back and play the computer again, it's a completely different experience. And, like, each thing is a completely different game. So you, so if you play the wrong way with the computer, you lose that too, even though you're better playing against humans. It's a it's mm -hmm. a it's an intriguing intriguing battle of wits. It sounds like a blast, man. Sounds like every, everybody here's just getting their ass kicked in FIFA and it's just like this is great. <laughs> no, I have fun. It's very cool. I forgot about one part of my horrible evening. Talk I was about doing, it. doing my Celtics podcast and like we had like callers and it's the trade deadline season. And so just I had to spend a half hour trying to explain on my podcast why the Celtics shouldn't trade for Matisse Tybel or Isaiah Joe or Alec Burks or shouldn't or shouldn't 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 trade for like we spent 15 minutes just talking about Jay Sean Tate like I, that's I, not what I signed up to do I don't want to talk about Jay Sean Tate uh but it's just it's trade deadline season and people are insane and it's like we gotta trade for someone it's the deadline it's the deadline we gotta make a trade we know you don't you don't have to add anyone they have the best you team do the it's the deadline does uh, jam not words mean things man you have you to make die yeah you or die you, die. you don't cross you the line trade or die is what diddy used to say oh it was it was rough sure let's go out and get alec burks that's going to change the celtics this season you could use that. No. Shooting off the bench. <laughs> Look, I, I love how uh, Jam's problem was he didn't want to talk about Jay Sean Tate at all, so he talked about it on both of his podcasts. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> me think thou protesteth Jay Sean. Hey, he much. can guard one through four. I mean, he is shooting thirty one percent on threes this year, but maybe maybe that's what the Celtics need is just to reduce Jason Tatum's <laughs> minutes as more Jay Sean Tate. Why shouldn't the Celtics trade for Matisse? Because he is a bad basketball player on offense. What about uh, it's two sides of the game? I believe depends yeah, on yeah. football. Well, and we like players who play both sides, uh, ideally. That's when. What, what side does Grant Williams play? Uh, he hasn't been playing either side lately, but yeah, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> so, I know Matisse can play one side. Hey, Grant Williams can guard uh, Giannis, KD, Jokic. You know, so he's versatile. Giannis guard Giannis. Okay. Who's Giannis? Who? He can match up against him. I mean, he's, oh, he's not going to hold him. I can match up against him too. Real good. Real good. Yeah, I, I can match up against an 18 wheeler <laughs> truck. Uh, see how that goes. That would. What's wrong with Isaiah Joe? Nothing. I just. The Celtics have a very good top eight, and no one they're going to be trading for is going to break into that top eight. And Joe Missoula doesn't play anyone other than the occasional Peyton Pritchard outside that top eight. So you're just making a trade for another guy to sit on the bench. Doesn't make any sense. You're trying to win four rounds in the playoffs, right? At some point, somebody's going to foul trouble or turned ankle. You're going to need that ninth or 10th guy to 
I'm not saying he got to step in for 35 minutes, but they might got to step in 15 to 20. If they can upgrade the Sam Hauser position, if they can find a guy who's six six and above and can like provide a little shooting, I'm all for it. But I just don't the know three guy, the three guys coming off of the bench, and one of them is Sam Hauser. Is no, that Sam Hauser. Sam Hauser's the fifth guy <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I was just wanted said, to clarify. Um, I don't watch a lot of Celtics, so I was just like, "All right, whoa." Yeah, how's a six, seven, and eight? Um, <laughs> so no move. I mean, I feel like the last two years isn't that the Brad Stevens thing? Didn't he get Derek White? What two years? No, last year. Fournier. Fournier uh, could get him again. Brogdon was off season. Who's out there? Who, Trader like, Braddy. Who, Everyone wants a three and D guy. Like the entire league wants a three and D guy. Hammerin like, Reddish. Oh God! Don't give me that junk. Hey, <laughs> would you like what you see, Jam? You like what you see? No. Green tinged Matisse. <laughs> Can I interest you? He's he's gonna win somebody a championship one day. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know in what league, but it's gonna happen. Fenerbahce in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it still Honestly, counts, damn it. Honestly, you could have told me this was NBA Youngboy and I would have believed it. <laughs> I, also, I thought this was Paolo Bancaro, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just choose a guy. Yeah, any guy. Uh, we had two of them last night and they were fighting, school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had ourselves a little uh, NBA fight. What the? Uh... little kerfuffle? Donnie Brooks season. Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks ejected after scuffle. Dylan Brooks? I know. And you're Grizzlies too, YC. I can't believe it. Such upstanding <laughs> young men on that team. Were any temperatures taken? Do we know the smoke level um, <laughs> in the, the arena? Smoke- it was the backup battery in the smoke detector, jaw? That's what I want to know. He's writing bars right now. You know it. So we, oh, shouldn't, we shouldn't even joke like this. Um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, Dylan Brooks ejected after third quarter scuffle. Mitchell was tossed after throwing the ball at Brooks after the players tangled under the basket while Brooks was called for a flagrant two foul and also ejected following the fracas. Man, they, ESPN <laughs> was just on thesaurus.com. Uh, today a brouhaha broke out. yeah <laughs> that was six minutes left and the Cavs were up five and i would think the team want the smoke this would energize them uh, yeah can we see can we have a look at the the uh brouhaha in question the left hand right there that's what started it all again uh, we can't get down. the head of dylan brooks but Brooks is down again. Totally, totally natural <laughs> arm swing. That's what you do when you get a fall on the ground is you flail your arm up for balance and stability. That. Kevin Holland the best doing it. Any sport. I know you guys haven't played organized basketball. You never oh, give your opponent yeah. a nice, uh, nice dick, huh? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> To really let him know the uh, game's beginning. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Miller, <laughs> Reggie Miller was like, "Yeah, it's just like uh, I think it'll be like it's just a natural basketball motion." Dylan Brooks, and then they show the like the baseline angle, and Reggie Miller's like just stuck to his guns. It's like, "Yeah, that's fine." 
Listen, it's, it's, a normal, it's a normal basketball move for people like Reggie Miller and Dylan Brooks. That's why he was like, oh, man, that's just par for He's like, I used to punch Michael Jordan in the dick twice a game. This is, this is old hat. And they sent in the assistant coach to tackle Dylan Brooks. <laughs> like, Your homeboy coming, but he's holding you back. Another guy just gets some licks in. It's like, what, you helping me? <laughs> Dylan Brooks and the assistant coach, me and who? <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, Donovan Mitchell, after the fact, was just like, hey, man, frankly, I, I've been busting his ass for, for several years now, man. That's really all this, <laughs> all this comes down to. And I was like, okay, Donovan Mitchell, I won't be fooled. You're not cool in my book, but you did what needed to be done. Should Donovan Mitchell have been ejected for that? He wasn't. After seeing the replay. He wasn't ejected for the scuffle. He was ejected for throwing the ball at someone. That's against the rules. Automatic ejection. So it's in the rule book. So tee him up. Get him out. Unfortunately. Yeah. Rules are rules. The precedent's there. He Yeah. If he, if he just slams the ball and still throws Brooks the same way, he probably stays in the game, right? Yeah. Flavor one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's just who he is. We've seen it a bunch in this league with him. Him and I have had our personal battles for years. I don't know what that means. There's no place for that in this game. This has been brewing for years with me and other guys in the league. You all see it. This isn't new. Is this Donovan Mitchell against the world? Like I was like, we agree with you. We we think Dylan Brooks <laughs> does dirty stuff. For years, Dylan Brooks has just been in his ear like, I'm going to punch you in the dick one day. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm not saying when. He, he took advantage <laughs> but, uh, of an opportunity. It takes a lot of court awareness to realize I'm on the ground and I have the opportunity right now to punch Donovan Mitchell in the dick. And I'm going to take it. You got to, like, it's talking about, like, uh, opportunity league. You're fit. Uh, and you just got to take advantage of all opportunities. Dylan Brooks took advantage uh, right there to, like, Take a swing in this look, apparently decades-long battle between him and Donovan Mitchell that we didn't know about. <laughs> this uh, since birth feud between Brooks and Mitchell, and just, I think he's saying everyone feels that way about Brooks. Yeah, I don't. What Dylan Brooks fans are there in the league that aren't Grizzlies fans? And even again, a lot of the Grizzlies fans I see are like over this dude. Even like he's playing well this year, but it's still like it's always it's always something with him, man. And again, if they're trying to win four rounds as well, you, he's not going to get thrown out of game and cost them something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there were no winners in the Dylan Brooks coach KB. Who could have seen that coming? Jamie knows Nada said an instant reaction after a nut shot should be excused up to two swings. This is a crime of passion defense, I believe they call it. Jam, is that correct? Is that crime? Is that yeah. COP? Uh, yeah, crime of passion, heat of the moment. You can get a self-defense uh, argument there. I vote to acquit. Okay. What about this coach putting his body on the line? Guilty. Got assault. Can't leave Battery. The bench. Um, what'd you say, Jim? <laughs> you can't leave the bench. He's guilty. I don't want. I don't want him <laughs> stepping in the fracas. He looks like he's taking his son out of the out of the carriage. He's like too big to sit in the carriage and babies on the sidewalk, just like eight years old being pushed around in the stroller. But you gotta lift him out too. <laughs> that of the boxing trainer who saw he's like, I can't let my guy get up. No moss, no moss. Stop, Stop the fight, you animals. No moss, no moss Poppy. 
Uh. So come on, shake his arms out. Shake his arms out. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Touch glove. Touch glove. My, my beautiful boy. Yeah. He, <laughs> you made my boy. I was, I was like, this also might have been. He was like, man, I don't really fuck with Dylan Brooks either. This is my chance to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where <laughs> He's like, man, man. Yeah, I, I was just protecting you from them, man. He's like, why, why did you bite me on the neck? He's like, man, I was, I was, did that for you. I did that for you, Dylan. Ah. <laughs> the coach and also, of the Grizzlies put his hands on Dylan Brooks. I didn't, I didn't know how I felt about that. He got, got a little handsy with him. Taylor Jenkins, like the only head coach who like runs to the sky. I guess he's just used to it. He's like, this, this is the group I coach. I better get used to this. But no, yeah, that's him like right there behind. Look, Mitchell about to stomp him out. That is true. That's this, true. This this is, looks very uh, Mr. Krabs meme from Dylan Brooks' perspective. Like I looked up and saw the bottom of a the Adidas Spider Fours coming my way. <laughs> then what happened? So the whole team just started jumping as the cast <laughs> walk out in confusion. It could have got bad for, once the coach knocked him down again. I was like, this could get if the cat. They don't have to uh, not stomp your trainer. They don't know him. <laughs> Like that <laughs> could have got much worse. That's Bob. We don't care about Bob. Yeah, I don't, who? They're giving him a uh, double for Bob. Oh, I remember him. <laughs> and then the Grizzlies, yeah, they were down five when this happened, and they lost by fifteen. This was like five minutes left in the third yeah. quarter, so like twenty minutes game time left, and they lost by more than ten points. The Grizzlies, since Ja famously said he's not worried against anyone in the West are I think 13 and 9 with losses to the Warriors, a Western Conference team, the Suns, a Western Conference team. Then we have five straight losses to the Lakers, the Suns, the Kings, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, all Western Conference teams, and then another loss to the Portland and then a loss last night. So maybe Josh should be worried to get about the West. No, counterpoint. He's saying I know we can't beat these guys. We're <laughs> terrible. Why why would I worry? Ever since uh, J Triple J has been uh, called out for their his shenanigans, yeah. We'll get to him. Uh, Why well, see? Was did you play? You play some ball with Taylor Jenkins? Mm-hmm. Well, me playing ball is a is a bit of an exaggeration, but we were on the same intramural basketball team in college. That is correct. You were you're he, the you were the trainer. What do you mean? You playing ball is an exaggeration. You, you I'm just saying I, I wouldn't call what I was doing playing. I was I was out there. I was I was, on I was the, present. I was, matched, I was matched up against Giannis, but was I effective? Uh, is a different question. Intramural PJ so, uh, Tucker, just just yeah, effort, you know, full effort. I I threw a I threw a lob once in a game to <laughs> a guy who played behind Brandon Jenkins. At, at Roma, that's like the highlight of my intramural career. That's about it. it. Was it successful? Like did it go out of bounds? Oh yeah, he dunked it. He dunked oh, okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> why does he miss the free throw to get in the game or get out the game? It's like, yeah, take me out, man. I ain't. I ain't got it today. Oh, my ankle. My ankle. My yeah. Ankle. Oh, no, oh, it's my back. Uh, my other back. Um, yeah. Speaking of Triple J, that's All Star. Triple J. We got the rest of our all-star teams. And who shouldn't be there? Who Who got snubbed? Hey! (laughs) Walked right into that. Um, No, Embiid is for the Eastern Conference. Embiid, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan, 
Julius Randle. Ooh. And Tyrese Halliburton. Um, for the East. Who's uh what's right what before we even get to the West? What's what's right, what's wrong? I don't see anything wrong with these. These are all some pretty good basketball players, I think. All right. Uh, school's drunk. <laughs> Who's the biggest snub? Darius Garland? Like, I've he seen played a lot of crying game? for James Harden on the internet. Oh, uh, I've seen a lot of crying from James Harden from James Harden. I too. think Harden got snubbed, man. Yeah, I, he's, he I mean, he has put up ridiculous stats, and the 76ers have, like, the most... Like they're the hottest team in the league and they're playing uh, extremely good basketball. And some might credit James Harden for that. I wouldn't, but some might. He's got a case. I think Jalen Brunson has a really good case. I think Siakam's the one I was surprised to see. Or not see, I guess. But I, I thought he would be a lock as a reserve. Like, their team is not good, but it, it ain't his fault. Yeah, so I thought he would be there. No, nah, it's the 12th place tax. Like, you just, it's hard to make an all-star team when your team... Uh, Team successes yeah, not existing. He's just less successful Julius Randle right now, so I don't know. That's facts. Uh, Who says no? Man. Straight up. Julius Randle for Pascal Siakam. I don't even know. <laughs> the I Raptors, very no, quickly. But, very I don't know. Quick. I would, but yeah, Toronto would say no. But I. But the strange thing I was talking about earlier, earlier, probably from the community earlier, uh, I would also say no. I think they're too similar to make much of a difference. I was gonna say who's getting like drastically better. Like I uh, see, I was a better play. I don't know who's getting much better from that trade though. Can you imagine Pascal's spin move in the Garden though? Like a signature yeah, after playing forty six minutes in, in uh, the Mecca. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty special stuff. Nah, that is rare. Uh, Trey Young was thought, a snub. He didn't make. I. I think hard for guards. I think Harden and Brunson had better cases. Like Trey, he's just—he cannot hit a shot this year. I don't know what it is, but it, he just can't shoot this year. DeRozan's the one I thought, because he—they—they yeah. they can't be much higher than eleventh seat or than the Raptors. I feel like. Drew, is Drew Holiday having a good year? Even I don't know. Well, those it's are, one of those, those are my votes. Come on, come that's on. just <laughs> reputation alone. Like I—I I have absolutely I no idea so. what Drew Holiday's done this season. I like. No, he's. he's I bet he's good, but like I've I have no idea. You could tell me he's averaging anywhere from twelve to twenty-one points per game, and I was just like, yeah, that sounds about right. Now he's at like they should like nineteen points, like eight assists. Like it's really been no Middleton, so it's Giannis and him. Ah, okay. They got a top five defense, so it's the numbers won't jump out, but Drew Holiday's numbers never jump out. So I I got no gripe with Drew, no Jimmy Butler, but I. I don't even feel like I have to say he I don't think he cares about the all-star game. And I so like, like you put him there for what? hasn't played. I feel like he's just played like 60% of the Heat's games. Yeah, that also makes some sense. They're um, not limited as far as how many positions they can vote they can put in as reserves, right? No, I just yeah, I just think it's like it's a free for all once the, after they name the I was gonna say, I, Yeah, I think reserves are positionless. And Johnny says trades at 27 to 10. He is, but I'm the shot ain't the same, man. Like, he's not hitting the shots. The turnovers are high as they usually are. The team's not playing well, and you know about the defense. So I don't, I don't, yeah, that's why I don't think he's been, like, his numbers will always look better than Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday's a better player. So that's the East. Uh, is anybody else? I don't even snub, but is there anybody hurt? Like, Durant is not playing, so I think that'll get one person in. 
I don't know, like probably Siakam, I imagine, but I think everybody else here is healthy. So I did Lamelo Ball make it in? Nah. Oh, Lamelo hasn't played either. I was gonna say, yeah, he's he just hasn't been good. Like, yeah, I he's taking more threes per game. I saw this this morning. He's taking more threes per game than Clay Thompson for some reason, which just feels like something that should not happen. Uh, and he takes some ambitious threes as well, like not even a lot of off the dribble, a lot of kind of very deep threes. Lamelo realizes what his situation is in Charlotte. And it's just like, yeah, I'm LaMelo ball. No, like yep. who's going to say anything. If I take a bunch of shots, it's like, otherwise Mason Plumlee is going to be like going to the rim. Yeah, I get, it. I ain't mad at it, but it's just like, what I guess, uh, yeah, they're in the mud. Mm-hmm. Western conference reserves, John Morant, Demonis Sabonis, uh, Damian Lillard, Paul George, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Laurie Markinen, and triple J. Who should be here? Who who got snow? I'm happy Laurie made it. He deserved it. He absolutely did. Yeah, that felt, as a reserve felt like a lock, and it's in Utah. That that was easy. Oh, man. they had to have him. I'm upset. Paul George is here. I'm sure he has fine statistics. I'm just kind of sick of his entire kids? existence in the NBA. He does Damn. nothing for me. Good lord. Wow. Oh. Paul George, do to you? What you you guys watch the end, you guys watch the end of the uh, Clippers Bucks game last night? I didn't make it. To, I watched some of the beginning, but I did not make it to the end. Oh did he, man! Did he lose the game? Well, the whole Clippers team lost the game. It was him and Kawhi combined uh, to just not score any points in the final four minutes. Paul George had a, a fantastic air ball on a terrible possession, um, and then then just Kawhi had awful, awful isolations against Drew Holiday, a great defender. Kawhi just doesn't seem to be able to get any separation. And Ty Lue was calling timeouts and then drawing up the same isos. It was just like the Clippers are, uh, I just don't see how you can believe in them. And I've just never been a Paul George fan. Fantastic sneak. They lost by one, right? Very. They were up by 20 in the third quarter. Yeah, they, they blow bigger leaves like that uh, twice a week. My, it's not even a gripe i just like the minute gap between jaron jackson and anthony davis is not as big as i thought it was like 12 minutes as and i'm sure it, like it's ad would have overtaken it last night because triple j didn't play now i don't know when they voted on this so if ad was still out and this was before uh block gate that would make sense but i think De'Aaron fox should be here over paul george that's my bias take my unbiased take is i think anthony edwards should be here over paul george Ant Man balling. Late. That's probably like the voting timing that you're talking about probably affected him too. I think definitely that, and that's where I would default. Like, what do people like? The All Star Game is for the fans. What's more fun than Anthony Edwards in the All Star Game? Paul George has had his run. Like he used to do crazy slam dunk ball shit, all that. But it's the Ant Man's time now. So I would have went Ant or De'Aaron. Over Paul George. Triple J getting in. I just thought the AD minutes thing. Because everybody else here looks good. Like it's really. I don't know who you could take out. But if Zion's out. I think that's how AD could get in. I don't know when Zion's coming back. First they're putting in Triple J. Might as well put in Miles Turner. I, I don't know about that. Oh that's that's um, a road to. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Uh, Triple J's better than Anthony Day. I, I don't know about that either. The AD that has played this year has been phenomenal. So if we're talking about for this, I think they both ultimately get in, and Triple J should be there. 
But another all-star game for Sabonis, Jam. Are you ready to believe? I've always believed in uh, Sabonis as the best white player in the MB American white. Ever? That's Ever, cool. yes. He's better yeah, than Larry Bird. <laughs> by far. Um, I'm with you on Fox, though. Fox is having a crazy year. And, like, his clutch numbers are all insane. Like, he's the best player in the clutch this year. Um, but... I feel like he should get like up to his three point percentage as on a actually winning Kings team. Let's reward the Kings. I want to see De'Aaron Fox in the All Star game more than, I guess, Paul George. It all comes yeah, back to the hate, my irrational. I was gonna say, good Paul lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do think they would be there. Jay says eighty and Triple J shouldn't be. I I see that some like they've missed the games and minutes, but like it is just the All Star game. Like, are they also, among the twelve best players in the conference? I feel like they are. Also, the Lakers are 12th place, so if we're going to say 12th place penalty, the Lakers got the, same, got the same record as the Thunder right now. No, it, listen, it's true. So you're saying Josh Giddy should be in uh, as well. No, that... I'm just saying maybe neither, no J, Triple J and no AD, neither of them. Take them both out. Finally, but Jaron Jackson uh, probably gets the nod because his team's better. Yeah. It's just, I look, it's like that's true, and it's also like you're telling me it's 12 better players than Anthony Davis and LeBron James in, in this conference. That's why I don't. Yeah, that's the weird part because they didn't, they didn't get that part right. They also didn't get the fun factor right. So it wasn't either. It wasn't the most deserving guys and it wasn't the most fun guys. It was just the worst of both worlds. Right. It's a, yeah, he plays 27 minutes a game. The foul trouble is a thing, but he's dominating in the games that he's in. So, or the, in the 27 that he's in. This is, I, I don't think it's a snub. He's having another great year, but it's a tough crowd. Somebody got to sit at home. I don't know if people factored in the, just the roster organization instability. I don't think they care, but the players, <laughs> we're not really fucking with Trey Young. So Yeah, if the players don't care for him, I'm not sure if the coaches necessarily care for him as well. It's, uh, they might factor it in that, uh, his teammates and coaches all seem to hate him. That might be a, a reason why Trey Young didn't make the All Star team. This ain't. What if he's right though, and they all stink? They he might be right. I don't know. Too early to say. Uh, Siakam, I think Siakam will probably get in for the KD uh, injury replacement. I think Adam Silver makes those, but I don't know when. Yeah, and then Fox or Ant. I don't. I don't even know if you could pick between those two just for the Western spot. Brunson, was his too little too? I mean, not even too little too late, but I feel like his scoring surge came on later. Why? Well, see, am I wrong there? Um, yeah, he had a bit of a surge, but he's always been consistently above 20 a game and being a big part of their, like, being most of their offense a lot of nights. Um, for the entire season, I think just, like, impact-wise, too, the Knicks record's not so, is like, they're in the middle of the pack, like, I could see the case for him. I understand why he didn't make it, but right. I could see him being a replacement. Honestly, I forgot about the starters. People like Kyrie is like, man, that's the spot somebody should have had. Hmm. Like, he been balling when he's on the court, but he was off the court for s several games. I forget why. Uh, <laughs> Butler, yeah, he's missed the games and doesn't care about playing. Jamal. No, Jamal's having a great year, like especially as of late, but not all star. Aaron Gordon, decent case if you want to say like they're the one seed, they should have two all stars. That's I guess. 
He should yeah. make it just so he goes back to the dunk contest. Like he made it conditional on him making the game as an all-star, like legitimately. So why not just vote him in so we can have him dunk again? Bad. You think they're going to negotiate with terrorists? They might. Yeah. It would be funny if he did the dunk contest <laughs> and just completely stunk. Just, just, so, so yeah, just, just ruins <laughs> his legacy. <laughs> it's because I wasn't an all-star. Um, and that's where it's, t- it's like, okay, the one seed, should they have two? The 11 seed or whatever Lakers, should they have two? Because it's like Anthony Davis is a better player than Aaron Gordon. I think he's having a better season than Aaron Gordon. So is, how much does the one seed matter? Um, what do you say, Jam? Uh, just offhanded comments that maybe Aaron Gordon's better than Anthony Davis, but it was such a ridiculous thing, so I just kind of trailed off before. I, I was going to say, he's having a great year, but uh, I don't know if I'd go there yet. Aiden, I don't feel like Aiden got snubbed, respectfully. Harden, Harden got a case for the snub. Once I, like, I just can't unhear that his assists are giving twenty nine points a game, and he's adding twenty one, an efficient twenty one. So I feel like he's got a case. Is contributing fifty points per game to your team good? I haven't, I haven't thought. Apparently not. Uh, he didn't make the apparently not all star like uh, level. He good. still isn't qualified for the assist le- for the assist leader, so he hasn't played enough. I think is just the. Oh, only, they're only 34 games. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I think. He's also, like, should be there, but I'm not complaining too much because I don't really want to see James Harden in the All-Star game, respectfully. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, you think he cares? I don't think he cares. McCollum, no. Good season. Where is it but... this year again? Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. City. That's what I thought. Yeah, he definitely don't care. Yeah, I, it's like, oh, oh no. Uh, if it's in Houston, no, nah, he... He'd be on Instagram Live right now, like Ed Reed, uh, trying to get the oh. uh, the rally. Wait, is that it? Is that yeah? I think yeah, that that's was, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah the same names for snubs. It happens. I think we probably get one injury replacement per conference and go from there. I do wonder, like the coaches pick the reserves, and as someone was like, I've been in there when they pick them. It takes less than five minutes. Like, should this should there be a different process to picking the All Star game or participants? The one I heard Miles Brown say it yesterday. It's like the fans should vote for the captains. After that, the captains should get to pick their own roster. Like, if we're gonna get this wrong. Let's have like Giannis just picks his twelve. So it's just Giannis, Thanasis, uh <laughs> All the Antetokounmpo, it's just all the Bucks, really. I don't think he'd take a yeah, I was going to say, imagine, imagine having an Easter Conference All-Star team that's all Bucks. Would that would create so many like petty arguments and beefs and stuff like that, which I'm for. But, I'm like, fine with it. LeBron picking it like would pick Draymond every time. Um, but, that, but that's why the captain vote would be so important. People would be really flooding the ballot box to get their captain in, to get their whole team at the All-Star game. This would be clutch clients versus the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Six-time All-Star Contavious Caldwell Pope uh, takes on four-time All-Star Costas Antetokounmpo. I think you should vote for the captains, and then each of them get two consiglieries, and then we have, get to watch their like uh, table debate about who they want to rest to fill out their team. And like that's if the NBA is just looking for watchable content, like LeBron meeting with uh, I don't know who, who the other vote getters, Embiid and Kevin Durant just trying to figure out who deserves to be an All Star. That's that's the way the more best. interesting game, yeah, <laughs> by far. Uh, 
Not Durant would be a Durant's just only picking real hoopers, man. And yeah, like, DeWolf, like Durant's Mark very willing to go out there and say, like, who's a real hooper? Who like who knows ball? It's like, all right, K- KD, you alone are gonna decide the 24 all-stars. It's just you and your buddy Rich Kleiman and the other guy you host a podcast with decide the all-star team. I'm to yeah, clutch clients versus the country of Greece versus real hoopers versus Trying to think who who would each person draft? Dame just draft like only people one team players. If you've been if you've been in your uh, situation eleven years, man. Right uh, team. Yeah, Dame, he drafts his uh, old teammates at Weber State, and it's just like these are the guys who got me here. The All Star Game is going to be a grind as well. We're going to win it. We ride together. We die together. Uh, trying to think who else. Durant gonna pick Jamal Crawford. Maybe he should be there. I don't know Maybe if there's a good way to like pick it because clearly the fans are uh, dumb. Uh, the players voted for uh, Chet Holmgren, like they don't care about it. It's just like to start, yeah. Like there's just a piece of paper they fill out. You said the coaches don't really like take a, like a lot of time to think about it. I don't know who's the most like objective body of people. I guess like, like a mix. Yeah, I guess the uh, TWS. Us. Obviously, like for uh, awards voting, people get very upset when the the media does it, and the players hate it when the media does it. Um, there should be no all star game. We should make an AI do it. We we're too busy <laughs> making the AI make anime titties and things like that. We need them to pick all star teams. I think AI can do both. I don't see why we have to limit the AI to uh, one lane. Duality. Um, <laughs> I don't hate that because I saw like Drew Holiday. Um, it's probably more, but he got an all star incentive. In his contract that he I think it's like three hundred thousand. So it's like if this stuff is being like deciding money and financial triggers, then you would hope that some type of process would take it seriously. Like nothing would ever be perfect unless hey, they just gave us the vote. But uh apparently say? Apparently, apparently your boy Julius Randall cashed one point eight eight million for for it. So uh <laughs> This shit too easy. That's two time all star Julius Randall. Uh, give it back. Give it back. Do hey, right who said that? Who said that? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, something has to shake because the players don't take it seriously. Why do the coaches have a like, – should the coaches get to pick, like, the last – like, the Silver need to pick? I feel like coaches should get to pick replacements or something. Like, they have too much of a – the reserves are more than the, the starters. So, you, you got too much responsibility. Should just be the owners – or not the owners, the <laughs> coaches. Um, or maybe, maybe the should it be college coaches? College coaches. That that might give you more than like the current coach. Like it, it just seems like the current coaches. Uh, this is just from uh, Mo DeKeel. So just so people know, a lot of coaches do not care about picking the All Star reserves. I've been in coaching meetings where they spent five minutes putting their selections in. Think about it. They're more locked in on their team and their upcoming opponents. It is what it is. And I feel like people have said the same for like NFL. Like when they pick that stuff, it's like if there's a guy they he could be having a great year, it's like, oh no, that's our rival. We're not voting for we're not putting James Harden in the All Star game or whoever. So based it off fantasy production, how many slips have you hit? <laughs> how many yeah, how many slips have you hit for me? That's my whole team and Kentucky players. Who uh who you drafting, Jam? If you were in charge, what what's your team? Just all Celtics? Uh for Full all-star team, I'll go Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Rob Williams, Marcus Smart, and then uh, Kevin Durant. 40 and 42. 
Who's Google beating, those, who's beating that, fire, that fire, huh? <laughs> Paul Pierce by himself, if you ask Paul Pierce. Um, who, who, who are you drafting? I'm going all hands team. I'm going like uh, Nikola mm. Jokic, Draymond Green, um, Donovan Mitchell, we just learned. Uh, I don't know. I don't know my last two. Who else has hands? Nobody fights league? anymore, yeah, man. Yeah, so I don't know the other two. We're going to have <laughs> yeah. to figure out. We'll have to figure out the other two. Bobby P? Oh, yeah, Bobby P, Bobby P. And then have to be have to be one more. I don't know who though. So have to Chris Paul. Does Chris Paul fight? Would he fight? He seems like he'd fight dirty. So we'll do. Chris yeah, I was gonna say he's a dirty yeah. fighter. Yeah, Blow the belt. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Why well, see who uh, who you drafting? Oh, that's easy. I am. Uh, I'm picking Emmanuel quickly, and then I'm letting Emmanuel quickly pick the rest of his teammates. That's right. That's the correct answer. And his first pick, Julius Randle. Three times. Three time All Star. <laughs> One job, quick. One job. <laughs> Bitten by my own snake. Uh, oh, Steven Adams for the hands team. Since oh, yeah. We still have no idea, but everybody say he got hands. So he seems like the type that would have hands. Or the inside the NBA guy should just pick the All Star game. That would be just, fun. I'd be interested to see if they could name 24 players. Like the, the starters or the that, starters? Uh, the same idea Jam had where they have to broadcast them making their arguments. Well, don't they do that when they reveal their picks for starters and reserves? Like they put that graphic up every time? They do, but know. that would just be the actual team now. There would be nothing to <laughs> reveal later on. <laughs> After a producer picks it for them and tells yeah. them why they're good, I want to hear. I want them in their cold, and you're just like Shaq. Who's the Who's your twelve best guys in the NBA? And see what he says. He's like, who's this guy? Lillard. Lillard. <laughs> He's new, young guy, Lillard. Portland. Okay. Um, I think they should just get to do it. Or Hubie Brown. Hubie Brown should just maybe get to pick everything. Him and Doris Burke captains. I will watch that. Clive Frazier picks a team. Uh, <laughs> Mispronounces every name. The ghost of Tommy Heinsohn. Shaq's team versus Barkley's team. Like people wouldn't watch this. Are you kidding me? That, that would be good. And they each have to coach their team. It's like uh, you can't just like half-ass coach. Like you can't like coach and then leave at halftime to fly they back. You have pair, to like, actually coach. They should pair like Shaq up with Giannis and then Barkley up with LeBron and have that discussion be the draft of the remaining players. I feel like that's the, the best of both worlds. Doesn't LeBron hate Barkley? Exactly. <laughs> I'd wa- listen, I'd watch regardless, but uh, no, you you talking some science. Now, I think Ben Simmons and Trey Young should get to pick. I feel like those are the two least liked players. They should just get to pick yeah. their own roster, and I will watch that. And there wouldn't be, another, there wouldn't be a single other hawk on Trey Young's team. No. Not, <laughs> not a single. Uh, the owner's son. He, he drafts a, a wrestler junior in there. Ooh, should Bill Simmons get to pick the team? Oh, those teams would be ugly. So ugly. He just drafts the 85 Celtics uh, one by one. And Lynn Bias. Hmm. So, a little time. Hold on. So, this is not basketball related at all, but I did not want to forget about it. What the hell is perpetual stew, Scoop? That stew, hey, that would that it looks it looks delicious. Back in the day, they used to have perpetual stew, 
wherever you went, there was a stew that was anywhere. It was always going, and they would just add to it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't ever run out. You just add to it. I'm looking for it. Let me pull this up. That makes my stomach churn just hearing it. Here we go. Here it is. You just add whatever to it. That's right. That's literally All what it the is. Slop. <laughs> Forever stew. Uh, have you had y'all heard this before? No, I've, I've never heard of this. No, I've never heard of this. But you know, we do have a modern day version of this. Chipotle, it's called, soft, it's called the soft serve machine. Just I mean, don't, don't ruin something. I'm just telling me. you. Yeah, the McDonald's ice machine, <laughs> um, yeah. Forever Ice. Please explain, hey, but think- I'm. If you think if you think if you think they're cleaning those soft serve machines, you are mistaken. Those things are impossible to clean. They just don't do it. That's my take. They're supposed they they clean them like every other day, right? <laughs> I don't know if they even do it that often. No, they I'll they clean them with the new ice cream. Do they clean them with the new ice cream, or do they just pour the new ice cream in? Yeah, but then it gets flushed out with each uh, serving of soft serve. Perpetual soft serve stew. Perpetual serve. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, you raise an interesting point that I just don't care to accept or comprehend. I mean, that's one of those. If you anything to come from a machine that can be clean, you know you're rolling those dice anytime. I mean, you know I, what I mean? I, I don't need soft serve ice cream anyway. It's too soft. I don't, I don't run from the grind. I just like chew. So, I get hard hey, serve. Yo, I'm a teeth oh, man. Hey, yo. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Real chewer. Hey, pause. But uh, y'all, y'all be, y'all be all right though. Y'all enjoy your little soft ice cream. Man. I like a little chew on mine. I like a little pulp. Uh, yeah, I love cream. soft serve, and I didn't care for learning this uh, or thinking about it. <laughs> it's I cold. think this it's is all right. This is definitely why I see loving soft serve and just trying to get everybody off the scent. Um, <laughs> but you can dominate the market. Uh, on the serve face, <laughs> uh, perpetual stew, also known as forever soup or hunter's pot or hunter's stew, is a pot into which whatever one can find is placed and cooked. The pot is never or rarely emptied all the way, and ingredients and liquid are replenished as necessary. Such foods can continue cooking for decades. Or longer, if properly maintained. The concept is often a common element in descriptions of medieval inns. Food prepared in a perpetual stew have been described as being flavorful <laughs> due to the manner in which the ingredients blend together. That's that flavorful in the soft serve. Uh, <laughs> seasoning is what they call it. Why is it you, you're only a dots man? You like the hard ice cream? Ooh, the dots. The those ice cream of the good. future. I love a good dipping dot. They do kind of go crazy. Yeah. This is disgusting. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that pot, was, man. Was medieval times they just kept the fire on the whole time? Like, are, oh, they, yeah. are they? Oh, yeah. You had to keep the house but, warm. Brother, if it went out, it might not come back. <laughs> that, that, fire be- that fire better stay on. Jam thing, they had long torch lighters. Uh, back then. Well, well, then why? Where are they put in? Where like I don't see if they have any option other than perpetual stew. They taking the stew off and then making a new stew every single time. You'd hope, but mean. apparently not. <laughs> I mean, you'd also hope that you didn't have a bunch of communicable diseases back in medieval times, but that wasn't the case either. They did. They did yeah. what they could. 
I think this is related to the disease. Chad pointed out this is like the stew from Red Dead Redemption. You just bring in the rabbits and stuff, and they just put them in the stew right in front of you. I guess, man. But I know it smelled crazy in there. Flavorful, actually. Uh, I was going to say, is there a picture of it? But I feel like it's just brown. One man's flavor is another man's stench, uh, I believe. That's facts. The manner in which the ingredients blend together. The manner indeed. Sludge. <laughs> sludge. Oh, right. oh, there is a picture. There is. I, I, I think sludge would be your best possible texture. Uh, and if you add a bad flavor. <laughs> what is that? Nah, man. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered theirs with extra hog? <laughs> that looks worse than the chop suey sandwich I ate. Fellas, y'all really eat perpetual stew? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, you sound like Jam want to eat another one is what I'm hearing. He said that wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as the suey, which I devoured. I would rather rather have a chop suey sandwich than the perpetual stew. And what happens when you add a bad flavor into the stew? You just got to like the next 18 bowls or just got to people have it before you cook in a new flavor. Right. You can't. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to. I got a bad rabbit or something, man. Let's just dump this out. It's like, no. It's feeding our community. Uh, th- there's examples of when a perpetual stew has been used. <laughs> hey, out here eating BBC soup? <laughs> eating that uh, ebony uh, amateur soup. Uh, between August 2014 and April 2015, a New York restaurant served broth from the same perpetual stew for over eight months. That's not supposed to happen, right? They're, that restaurant's supposed to close down. That's that's against the code. That's a code violation. Eight months? How did they, how did they get caught? Somebody's like, man, this, this tastes like the shit from two months ago. <laughs> Why you should be... Is this one of the 194 rules, YC? Why you Here's should not one. be... Uh, what <laughs> restaurant was this? I'm curious. Luaro. YC one part. Um, wait, hold on. It says, Chef David Santos to never stops evolving at Luaro. Yeah, never heard of it. Nah, I stopped when they came and uh, <laughs> put the uh, yellow tape around it. The feds came in close. Yeah, that's out. an immediate like C for cleanliness up in the window of the uh of the restaurant. Like, there should be appropriate warnings for perpetual stew. Oh, there's an article about it closing in June 2015. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> in a completely unrelated uh, brew incident, um... April 2015, it's revealed they were serving perpetual stew. What? <laughs> he wrote it in an article. He was proud of it. That's why they got <laughs> caught. <laughs> Hubris. June 2015, restaurant closes for unrelated reason. <laughs> it was not the stew, so don't ask. Uh, yeah, can we see the article where he was bragging about it in April? He's like, everyone wants to know. We're going to try to get it up to a year if we can. Wait, and that the, was published, and they were down immediately. The article's gone. Good, just like the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they got rid of the article. I can't even pull it up on the archive. Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. I, wait. Oh, oh. No, I'm just getting endless. Oh, wait, I got it. I got it. I was going to say, if it was on the internet once, it's... Oh, no. 
<laughs> it's like a, a tomato, some green stuff. This is definitely mop water. Uh, it's been cooking oh, up a stew since yeah. August 2014. He hasn't stopped since. After researching starter recipes like sourdough and kimchi, he was inspired to create a basic recipe starter of his own. Perpetual stew. It has its own Twitter feed, Scoob. That's it. Um, that you guys ever uh, spilled mop water? Yes. Oh, it's the worst. It's not good. It's like, you know how many places just mop with dirty water? Nothing's ever clean. I, I used to have to close up the pizza shop I worked at, and like all the cleaning and all the kitchen stuff was downstairs, like a spiral metal spiral staircase. And I spilled the whole mop bucket down the spiral staircase. It, oh, it was a mess. It was the grossest thing I've done. Nah, I, that could have got them shut down, man. You would have been fired, buddy boy. The, the I should have been fired. <laughs> the Twitter is just like links to, oh, we're open serving this and this. They said he was drinking a pint of it every day for the not just the taste, but the health benefits. If this thing is still cooking, it's good enough for me. Um, he died the next day in an unrelated uh, <laughs> restaurant closes <laughs> in June. Man dies in July. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he would use it as the basis of other meals that for duck ramen. So I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, the, the, much at all that feels like the kind of thing you have to tell people like hey i'm using this perpetual stew for my dishes right do you like say yes before you enter i have to hear you say <laughs> yes um, Look, just, just because like just because sourdough bread and kimchi are both good doesn't mean we just use those principles on anything <laughs> Every, perpetual <laughs> perpetual underwear perpetual deodorant <laughs> like perpetual sock um yeah. yeah i don't like that at all chefs must be stopped hmm let us take a quick five. If we could get a thumbs up from the people. Subscribe so you can chat with us. We're checking to uh, see maybe the McMahon's back with us. Maybe we talk through some trade value. Maybe we talk through Derek Carr just being sick of everything. I don't know. I don't know. Quick thumbs up on the YouTube. We'll take five and uh, come back and figure it out. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Hour two. Thank everybody for tapping in, hitting that thumbs up, subscribing to chat with the boys and myself. Uh, we're here, and I think we, we just caught uh, Jam Packard mid-fief. Mid-fief, and now he's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. I gotta I refresh him real quick. Yeah, okay. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's not looking good. I'm about to lose 4-3 to a team that I'm 12 points better than. No, you're not. You're one no, point worse than them. No, no, I'm not. From, uh, if I understand any of this. <laughs> this, is the this is a joke where like a team is really bad, and when they're not playing, you say, and then they just lost another one, except Jam literally just lost another <laughs> one during the show. Catch him peeking off on the side. Uh, it's like, ah, extra time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's going on with uh, uh, Derek Carr, man? The happiest man in the world, you mean, Derek Carr? You mean carefree Carr? <laughs> Derek Carr uh, in Las Vegas, for some reason, uh, having a blast at the Pro Bowl. Can we hear? I think it's Ryan Clark talking to him. 
Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. Uh, that's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> nice. Nice. Bro, well, if this was your... Dad and everybody else had on the team gear. Derek Carr had on the uh, the plain Jane. Oh, he, he uh, can't show up wearing the Raiders gear to... That would just be poor form. No, he can't. And he surely did not. And do we have it on, YC? Is the people saying the plain Jane's a look. I defer to you. Bad. It's not bad. I think the hat's a little bit much. Kind of coppish. Uh, very undercover yeah, coppish, cool. but... A little bit much, but it's a nice hoodie. It is a good hoodie. And... Again, they have to make a decision three days after a, after the Super Bowl. He has a no trade clause. What trade is he approved? Like, why is he? Why would he help the Raiders in any way? Is what I got from all this. And now I wonder, yeah. would they even let him play? Because if he gets injured in any way next year, I saw it's. I think it's forty one million guaranteed would lock in if he gets hurt at all. So if he throws one pass in the flag football game and holds his arm he getting a guarantee 40 i he should he should hurt himself he should take a little quick quick the step down the stairs like the just close your eye i guess it, it has to be a does that have to be a football related injury yeah, i imagine so just, but how could they prove that you know just gonna get hurt at home yeah no. <laughs> honey just hit me in the chest with this hammer uh quick then, quick then it the NFL really needs to clean up their uh, off-season trade period, whatever weird situation they have that allows you to trade a player in the off-season, but before he hits free agency. We talked about this before, and it just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's wild. It's so wild that they're like their contract. Wait, you can his negotiate whatever. Firing, and they can still trade him. No, he's got Isn't one year left. Happening? I believe. Oh, oh no, okay. I think, it's, but that still uh, could happen. I think in other situations, right? It's uh, yeah. Can we uh, the Derek Carr? I guess Spot Track, Sport Track. They have, they have the yeah. details. It's something to where the third day after the Super Bowl, his agent put that in there, which really forces you to. It's like we're not going to be the last one standing. We're going to be one of the first ones. We're going to have our our pick of the teams. But if he gets hurt, I think it guarantees yeah forty million. So he. So last year, he yeah, potential out is like this year. And your full no trade clause, contract notes, 2023 salary and 7.5 million of the 2024. Yep, there it is. Fully guaranteed. Fully guarantees 215, 2023, injury guaranteed at signing. So if he gets hurt, it guarantees this salary and 7 million for next year. And I guess the case would be like to don't get hurt if, if and once he's cut because they're moving on, he could get more than forty million. But he could also just automatically just guarantee forty million. Like if he hits the open market, I don't know what he'll get per year, but on the total he'll get more. But he might just want forty million. I don't know. And people said you can do the same in the NHL. It does feel like whatever you negotiate, whatever you can negotiate, you can get in the. Yeah, if you can get that, that guarantee date in there, then why not?
And I feel like it used to be like the guaranteed dates were closer to like June 1st. That's like the fiscal year. So you're like post pre or post June 1st cuts or like before the draft. So they want to know if they're going to be replaced. But yeah, three days after the suit was like, y'all have a whole 72 after the Super Bowl to decide. And if not, it's guarantee. Derek Carr's so pissed that the Pro Bowl is now just like a skills challenge and like flag football. And there's just no opportunity for him to like mess up his elbow whatsoever he's got to throw the ball really hard in the skills challenge and like uh get tommy john or something just in case i mean i don't know how hard you have to throw it there um put throw some curveballs maybe that'll do it it could be i did not watch any of the pro bowl proceedings didn't know it started yesterday <laughs> i had no and idea. i know they switched it up completely but i was like maybe i watched some of it sunday now i don't i don't know are y'all going to watch any? Are y'all interested in any of this? I did not watch. Was not. Uh, I didn't know it was on. Yeah, I me neither. I just didn't know. It's, yeah, I didn't, it's terrible marketing from the NFL. I feel like the NFL is like seven days to the schedule release and then just didn't say anything about their Pro Bowl events. Like, that feels weird. Well, I mean, it's always the Sunday before. But yeah, if you're switching it, I thought they would make that more aware. Uh, and maybe they did, and I was just like, ah, it's the Pro Bowl. Who cares? Uh, Scoob, my brother, are you all right? I'm. Uh, we're about to have a big Scoob moment. My webcam was flickering. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to happen a couple times, chat. I'm sorry. Um, my webcam was flickering, and I it was really bothering me. I could not not see it. Nah, the people love Big Scoop, man. Um, <laughs> Sorry, chat. Sorry, chat. No apologies. Is that a Big Scoop, chat? I'm hearing. Stop it. Stop it, Joe. Stop it. Uh, is, there a, is there a button we can press to instantly get a Big Scoop? Like, can you add that? Just like they're not booing. They're saying Big Scoop. Scoop. More uh, Big Scoop. <laughs> I was like, anytime school, uh, it go up under the desk, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, we knew it was coming. It was still funny. <laughs> it might have been more for it. Like, the first time, I had no idea it was coming. That's what made it hilarious. This time, he was like, all right, everybody, I'm going to count us down. <laughs> Three, two, boom, big school. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um... Are we, uh, I think we're good to go. I think Big Scoob, it should, like you could hear the rest of us, but just leave Big Scoob up as the whole picture. The rest of it. I don't think the people would object, man. I can't, um, can't do it to myself. Can't do it. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Where were we? Yeah, anyways. Um, the Pro Bowl, eh? Yeah, Derek Carr. What about that? Things in this nature. So, um, so they did all the skill challenges yesterday? Because I saw the dodgeball. That's all, I only saw dodgeball. I think they, I'm guessing they've got some for like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I don't, that's why I was like, it started on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can we see the schedule? I guess the, yeah. the oh, NFL.com or somebody will have the breakdown schedule. <laughs> Need a weekly big scoop. Uh. <laughs> a surprise big scoop once a week. We never know when it's coming. Just like the, uh, the Dylan Brooks dick tap. 
I mean, that is how it happens because I I never know how it, I have to fix it at a different time every time. So keeps us on our toes. Okay, let's um, see. They're trying to sell me tickets here. I just want the info. Yeah, I'm only finding a Thursday Oops. skills event and then a a Sunday game, which feels odd. But maybe oh, they're I just like we're a th- we're a Thursday Sunday league now, and so we're just gonna do it then. Uh, yep, yeah. that's that's what it looks like. Okay, they're doing all the games Sunday. <laughs> I no no fan access. <laughs> Very cool. Don't want fans sure. at this event. Sure. That yeah, I don't. I guess why not do that Saturday? But I don't know. Maybe they 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 have people routine. They know the same people that watch the NFL Thursdays are just ready to watch football related activities. I'm surprised we don't have the like TV ratings of the the Pro Bowl skills competition destroyed whatever NBA games were on TNT last night. Oh, that's probably what Adam Silver I, gives up in collective bargaining, man. Please don't put those out. Please don't put that that the uh, we haven't seen that tweet yet. <laughs> the water uh, balloon challenge outrated uh, Game Seven of the NBA Finals. Please, man. The ratings will probably come out tonight. I think normally they come out the day after. If they're good. Yeah, yeah. If they're exactly. Good. <laughs> they're bad. We never hear of them uh, no. ever again. What the, what's going on with Tony Romo, school? Are they going to have to? They said they had to fly to, they said they had to fly to Dallas, Chuck. <laughs> had to have an intervention for the boy. I don't know what kind of intervention. They said he, like too many oops, yips. Like, like, what's, yeah, too, what's the intervention here? Too, you you're always with this. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. What do you know, Tone? It says CS, excuse me, CBS had attempted an intervention with broadcaster Tony Romo in advance of the 2022 season, but things did not get better. I just imagine then, uh, like everyone going around reading a letter talking about how Tony's behavior has hurt them personally. Right. <laughs> Tony, Jim, when you go yeah. ah before every play, <laughs> it hurts me as a television producer because I don't know what to do with that. Jim, would you like to go next? Tony, it's me, Jim Nance. Uh, he unfurls a long scroll. Of yeah, his, you, his grievances. When you do that uh, squeal, that ah, Jim, it really hurts my ears and it doesn't make me feel well. He wasn't doing the I prep wish. work. Chat says. That's, I mean, he did stop calling out the plays. I thought that was something like they told him to do. It was like, hey, it's taking away. Like, some people like it. Most people hate it. Stop doing it. I thought like, that I was his it. whole appeal, like, was his, like, ability to call the plays out before. And I think that's why I really liked him initially. Same reason they love you, the same reason they hate you. Like anyone who's had a regular job, he realized they don't pay him any extra to be better at his job. So he kind of you know, scaled back the effort a bit, I think, which I get. I'm not saying I enjoy it, but I get it. He's one of us. Um, Has he yeah, been, t- like, that bad this year? I feel like I I don't watch enough football to, like, notice the quality of Tony Romo's broadcasting, but I feel like I've heard enough people being like, he sucks, he's terrible. People hate really him, especially compared to now. how much they loved him. Yeah, recently but, he fell off, like, hard. Has there been a change? Like, what's the biggest difference? They saying he stopped prepping. That's why they is it like the executives flew like one by one trips and they were like, hey, we always have several executives fly one by one by one to talk to a guy about how he's hurting the brand. This is not out of the ordinary. And I mean, yeah, it was what year one and two of the 10 year, 180 million dollar contract. He was like, no, I'm killing this. 
And it was like, hey, we still hate you, Tony Romo. Stop enjoying football. That was the reason I liked it. I was like, he enjoys football. He's calling out the plays, which I enjoyed because he usually tells you what he sees to why he's calling. He's not just saying it. He's like, this is what I saw. And I thought they told him to stop doing it. And like D. Hawkins said, the playoffs were tough, man. Like just the any t- if it was any kind of I remember the Josh Allen stuff in particular, but him just circling very covered people was like, I would have went there. I don't know what Mahomes was seeing, Jim. And I told y'all late during the season, I was like, Jim Nance not going for his jokey jokes no more, man. So Nance been fed up. I didn't know it had gotten Maybe it's all bad. it's all Nance's fault though. If Nance was selling the jokes harder, everyone would be like, "Oh, Romo's killing it." But then you don't have a partner there. His real problem was he he messed up the relationship with Nance because you need a play by play guy who's going to give you an assist uh, the entire time. Got to fluff you. Yeah. Well, again, Jim Nance is the star of Jim Nance's show. So if you you got to know from the jump, I can't lose Jim Nance. He's Jim Nance. Nance with Joe Buck and Troy right all along. I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, let's not let's not tell tales out of school. Hmm. I do wonder if, like, if Brady really does retire to go in the booth, which I'm he doing the eighty for Brady promo stuff now, man. This this is all promo for that. I'm I've never been more sold he coming back. But <laughs> if Brady getting in the booth don't get Romo back to the A game, then yeah, they're gonna have to send him down to uh, Maction that Thursday night Maction. Based on Football. absolutely nothing, I have a strong suspicion that Tom Brady is not going to be good in the booth. How dare why? you? Yeah, why? Why? He's the he's the greatest of all time at one thing. Why don't you think it'll immediately translate? <laughs> is it because he's uh, never said anything interesting and doesn't seem to have that much of a personality other than yeah. being a competitive sociopath? You would know that personally. I mean, there you go. I mean, just I don't see it. I don't see. We see how quickly Romo was good, and then now he's bad. I don't think Tom Brady's ever going to be good at it enough to be... I don't see what he does. I think the case... The only case I've heard for Brady being good is that if he's, like, hardwired to be, like, the best, even if he's bad, he'll just get better at it. That's the case that he'll just get better. I just don't think it's the same thing, because it's, like, not competitive. It's not like you can rack up a win at the end of the broadcast and be like... I'm better oh, than everyone else. Listen, those guys, if you think like that, you make everything a competition. It'll be like a, I'm better than Greg Olson, which, yeah, somebody said Greg Olson loses seven million going down to the B team. And Greg Olson's really good at this. Like, I really enjoyed, and I feel like people, for the most part, enjoyed him and Burkhart. And now, I think it's going to be Burkhart and Brady whenever that happens. But Greg Olson, like, you could tell he had a, like, a fun personality and would, like, you'd want to hear him talk. Like, I've always maintained, even at well, like as a Patriots fan, that Tom Brady is a very, very good football player, but he's not cool. He's not like a guy you necessarily want to hang out with. And I just don't see him being like a fun broadcaster. I guess like the other argument is like he like was on those golf things or he's like talking shit to Josh Allen and stuff like that. And if like he can be fun, but I've never seen a thing of Tom Brady where it's just like, oh, this is the guy I want to spend three hours with on my Sunday while he's just like goofing around and talking football. Huh? He's just always just kind of seemed like a weird football robot. Well, now we're going to see. Was that because he was Belichick eyes? Like all the, the social media stuff he does, like with, it's funny, but it's like that's, that's the social media team. They put the opposing team song behind it. And I guess you have to sell it. If he's just going to have a team of writers working with him to get him the best quips 
for the football game? I guess, but I I just don't know if I see it. And it's like Drew Brees was a great quarterback and not a good in-game guy. Like it's just a different set of skills, like which has been said. But that check already been signed. I think it's three seventy-five. Man, we all gonna have to find out every Sunday for the next eighteen years or however long yeah, the contract. Man. But I don't. Know. Yeah, can we get a poll going, Scoop? Does anybody think he's gonna be good at this? Like Tom, will Tom? I, I'm trying to like great, good, average, below average, stinker. I feel like he's gonna be like boring. That's my maybe, like fear. Just maybe boring. yeah, maybe above average, what? average, below average. Given nice three options. There we go. Like Why that. are they handing out ten year deals though? Like, didn't they just see with CBS that ten year deals to unproven quarterbacks maybe not be the best idea? Like Brady given, signed this before Romo fell off. I guess that's I, fair, but just give him way more money up front for like three year deal, so maybe you have an out. And if he's like, if he's that amazing, I guess you have to pay it, but. I don't know. I would rather not be locked into 10 years of a completely unproven entity. Poll is up. How will Tom Brady be in the booth? Got above average, average, below average. I'll say, I just, like, he knows the stuff. We'll see if he can, you know, uh, teach. I guess teach while he watches. And I think he'll work hard at it. I don't know how much that'll get him, but I don't think he'll be, be like, Drew Brees, I think of um, Jason Witten. It's just like, this is just not good. I think it'll be better than that. So I'll say average. I think he's going to be I'll... annoyingly good. Like, I think everyone's going to be like, oh, <laughs> I wanted him to suck and he's good at it. Oh. <laughs> he got all the good puns. He knows all what to say. He's calling out the plays. Um, going to be one of the boys. I could see that. Jam, you... uh. I think he'll be average, perfectly average, and everyone's going to act like he's amazing, but he's going to be average. I can see that. Either way, again, we're going to have to find out over the, I don't know, school, can we see what the what were the terms of that of that deal um, exactly? Uh, yeah, whose deal? And then we, we might have another big scoop moment coming up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Double big the, scoop. The Tom Brady contract deal. Uh, yeah, yeah YC well, had to step out. Um, oh, I'm so ready for some big school. Whenever we get it, let's see the Tom Brady. Ten years, three seventy five, from Fox Sports, and like this was the move. This is why Buck and Aikman, I believe, in part, definitely went to uh, ESPN because it's like this was in the works. I don't know what. I don't know if they wanted Brady so bad it led to them leaving or vice versa like they wanted to leave so fox was desperate and was like oh we need hey <laughs> big scoop big scoop big scoop <laughs> oh man kills me every single time i do it every episode if we could every episode the shock and terror on Big Scoop's face when he finally takes up the whole screen. It's like once the screen went black, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when. And then, bam, Big Scoop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's chanting it. Everyone's chanting it. Everyone means it. <laughs> 10 for 375. 
Romo got 10 for 180, and this is the entire reason I think that Sean McVay will ultimately step away and get this type of bread. Because he, I don't know, if he just split the difference between that, just like, yeah, give me 10 for 250, 260 or whatever. I don't know what he makes as a coach, but this would appear to be a lot less work for more longer guaranteed money. Big scoops everywhere in chat, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is an all-time high. <laughs> people love it. The people are loving it. They love when the webcam has an issue. <laughs> I think they hacked the webcam on purpose. Uh, just to <laughs> well, I see didn't even have to leave. He just, just manipulated the just... system. <laughs> <laughs> he saw the people wanted more big scoop and uh, got to give the people what they want. Can we, what Greg Olson's contract? Because I does he even have one of these crazy contracts? Because again, he was the Fox A team this year. That comes with something. Like, have they Wait. even done like one of the practice games with Brady? Like, have, is there any indication that he's good, or is it just based on name and reputation alone? It's based on him being Tom Brady, man. Like that. Where? When would he have got the reps? His the month he was retired last year. He had bigger fish to fry. Um, also, I guess that would be a case that maybe he's good at it. Like we saw buttoned up married life. Tom Brady had to play it safe for the sponsors and all that. If this is going to be, hey, the money's fully guaranteed. I'm single and ready to mingle, Tom Brady. Maybe he cuts it loose. And maybe he's such a like a crazy football person that like. All he knows is putting in prep before a game and watching film on a team. And so it's just like, that's what clearly that's what he's addicted to. So instead of preparing for his next opponent, he can just like maybe watch film two days for the upcoming week and be fully prepared. Like he, he has the potential to learn a lot about like the, to the teams that he's going to be watching playing. Like if he puts in the work, I'd be wouldn't be surprised if he can convey a lot of information. It's just, is he want to do that or is he going to want to be like, I'm playing golf? five times a week and then traveling on Sundays. It sounds like that's what happened to Romo. It's like, eh, I've done good at this, but now I just can just, I don't have to do anything during the week. Well, it feels, again, if he's going to be the best, if he's going to be as good at it, the best, blend those two. It's like, you know when to, when to give the X's and O's analysis. You know when to have a joke. Like, I, I just think about John Madden, man, because like John Madden clearly knew the X's and O's. But was funny, didn't take himself too seriously. I think that'll be a big thing, too. If he's not going to take himself too seriously, that'll definitely get you some leeway. And I think it's going to be, yeah, just him being so focused, so prepared, that even if it's like, I don't, it's like, I don't like Tom Brady, I don't enjoy this, but it was still informative for me to watch. So I could see that. Uh, what do the people say, school? Let's stop the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and it does say here, he he's he was... Greg Olson was making $10 million. Now he's going to make $3 million with the B team. So, it's a pay cut. But, but there's a clause in his contract that allows him to leave if there's a number one job around. So I would have... <laughs> they buy out Tony Romo. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jim Nance puts in some of his own money to get <laughs> Greg Olson. Yeah, like, it's $3 million. Nobody's crying for him. But Greg Olson's really good at this. So if somebody offers him that number one job and the money to go with it would not surprise me how will tom brady be in the booth 45 percent of the people say average 31 percent below average 22 percent above average that's that's more favorable than i thought to be honest i thought it was gonna be a lot of below average and maybe some 
some averages. I think people might might agree with me. They're gonna they're gonna hate how good he is. <laughs> yeah, people have just been upset with Brady just being way better than they want him to be for their entire past twenty years. So I was like, he'll probably be good at this too. Fuck that guy. Probably real. I think like if he's gonna be good, he's gonna be really good at it. I think. Like I don't think he'll just say, I was like, oh, I'm fine being B tier. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm I'm gonna be the fucking best at this. And I got like Kirk Herbs uh, Kirk Herb Street. I think he's really good on like the Thursday nights, and he's not—he's not a huge joker or anything, but he just breaks it down in a fun way. I think what helps with him, I think, is that he still actively does college and pro games. So he's just like, yeah, I saw this guy last year, last week. Uh, I've watched him for three years. These are the things he can do. If Brady can translate that, like, hey, over the past twenty years, I've played against all these guys, so. Let me tell you, like, let me tell you who we used to pick on in practice. Let me tell you who we used to stay away from in practice. <laughs> let me tell you who I looked at on a key third down. Let me tell you who I would never throw it to on a key yeah, third down. They goes through every team is like this cornerback sucks. We always targeted this cornerback. I expect uh, Jalen Hurts here to do the exact same because everyone in the league know that guy stinks. That would be entertaining. I'd be great. If he would, like if he's just calling names on guys. Uh, he got to fall off at some point. Yeah, he gonna he gonna do this for a couple years and realize that the game is getting worse, and then go back to playing. I just needed to rest my body a little bit. Three and the old off. man's back in the booth. Yeah, two three years off, and he's back in the mix. So Al, yeah, do people like Al Michaels on the call? Mm. I th- what did a, can we, what did Al Michaels get from Amazon Prime? Because I know he must have got quite a. Quite a baggy himself. They got salary break like a sport track, man. <laughs> Three, 11, 11 million annually. Wait, what's that below? Oh, Buck got yeah, five. Buck. Seven. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of wild how much money these guys make. It's like just if you think of like the world of like play by play broadcasting, it's like to work your way up, you got to do like a lot of grinding and a lot of like. ESPN Plus, we're doing lacrosse between Maryland and Johns Hopkins. And like, there's so many people out there, but then you get to the top of the NFL and it's like you become a multimillionaire. It's just like so so many people have just been like, are dying to do this job and are grinding out there on the just shittiest sports events around, but just for this dream of big. And then once you have a position like Al Michaels, you just hold on to do it basically for the rest of your life. Like, how long? You know, he's a, like, how long can Al Michaels do it? Like, if he's just going to keep making $10 million a year, we're going to get, like, 80-year-old Al Michaels. To work 16, th- or not even, it's not even 16, oh, I guess it is now, to work or 17 Thursdays. Decent work, man. No, it says 11. 11 here. Amazon only has 11 games. Oh, even better. A, yeah, a, million, a, game, a million a game, man. He's like Darrell Revis. <laughs> and I know, like, Romo's is, a like, $18 million a year for an 18-week contract but it was was it last year where nance had to go call the masters or something uh no not the it, was, it had to call something college basketball march madness maybe oh, no because the nfl dope. was that would have oh, been yeah, out of season yeah. it was something i don't know something that gymnast maybe olympics maybe i don't know oh is it the but, masters when the masters changed because of covid like they changed oh uh, i think you might be right when they had to push it back and it was jim nance is like no this is the top dog and they were like, okay. Uh, and Tony Romo just got a million dollars for a week off. Because he, he's like, I don't call the Masters. 
I think that's where <laughs> things went sour with him. They said, man, he, t- he took our money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people saying Al got the bag and immediately stopped caring, which, I mean, he's one of us. He's one of us. He just, I don't know, yeah, he, he doesn't bring the, the, the volume over like a seven anymore, like a five even. No matter the circumstances. That's a 78-year-old man who got the Amazon bag. We want him to show some life? He might die if he does that. Well, then you definitely can't pair him uh, with Tony Dungy on a playoff game. What what does Jeff Van Gundy make per year? Like, these are some outrageous salaries, but it's also the NFL top dog. But, like, is Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy pulling in? 57K. uh, (laughs) Yeah. They get to just their travel paid for, and that's about it. If that, it reimbursed. Yeah, I don't know. ESPN might not leak theirs ever. One million. One million. That seems like the base, then. Like, one million a year. I was well, they do a lot of games, top, too. He's yeah. top of the line. Like, he's the best lead team. Like, J.J. Redick must be not making that much, uh, comparatively. Richard What's Jefferson. The... Mike Breen. Can we say Mike Breen contract? Because he's the one's like, Mike Breen's going to be able to do this for... 40 more years well he he does the knicks all the knicks games and then national games too right yep so he leap estimated salary 500k i don't think that's that can't be right mike breen deserved more than that yeah it just might not be public knowledge i would say yeah i that can't be i do love how the football ones are it's like we want you to know how well we're doing mm-hmm. please please put it out there like a baseball who called um joe buck no that's no no Wait, I mean, he still does. Or no, did he give it? Did Buck give it up? I think he gave up baseball. I think he just did. I was trying to think if it was like a because like Al Michaels went to Amazon, but they let him call the Sunday NBC game because it was I think it was Wild Card Weekend. They had a stupid amount of games on. What's the name of the dude that had pink eye? Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he does baseball now. I love that. That's his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? And then once you said it, I was like, of course it was Costas. Uh, it was Costas. Um, uh, it doesn't say. I, he's, okay, got so that, it, he's got that NBC Olympics money. I feel like that is uh, probably a lot. Was it? He left NBC. Oh, uh, maybe I'm not familiar with Mr. Bob's work. He was hired by NBC in 1979 with a contract that paid a hundred grand per year. That's the same as around three hundred grand per year today. So, a little inflation. Bob Costas is a big fan of Diet Snapple. Is that his thing? Back in the day, I used to be like a a production assistant on like uh, sports broadcasts, and so anytime MLB Network would come to town, my job basically for the entire game was just to run uh, Bob Costas a Diet Snapple every three innings. Every three, (laughs) wow. Run, yeah, he, was you, him, he was putting him away. Run it like directly to him, or is he like put it on the ground and I'll pick it up? I don't, I don't talk to the help. Oh no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't speak to Bob Costas. I sometimes drove him home to the hotel. Didn't speak to him then. Oh, you uh, had to drive him. home? You drove him home. Whoa, whoa. he yeah. he had to drive him home after giving him three diet snapples. <laughs> you know, here's, here's my car keys, man. I'm shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I drove all the I drove all the talent home. Bob Plesak. Now that's guy. He slipped me a $20 bill one time. That guy's the man. Costas ever uh, slip you any, any dollar bills? No. Uh, Costas wouldn't even talk to me. 
John Smoltz, he's a nice guy. He tip you. Who, who else have you driven for? I, again, it's been a while where we just learned something very random about Jim. <laughs> we learned he was an expert dancer. Um, um, I'm trying to think. It was like the ML. I only drove for MLB Network. Uh, so anyone who's on that, uh, Kevin Millar's good dude. Um, but Bob Plesak's the only one who gave me extra money. So he's a uh, holds a special place in my heart. It's got that f- f- former pitcher money. Mm-hmm. Costas is not tall. I would say about five four. I was gonna guess like five five. Oh, uh, if, if he was doing a stand up on the field, I'd have to bring out a little box. That's a lie. He is not five seven. There's no he way. Absolutely nah. not five seven. I'd have to bring out the little box for him to stand on, so he was uh, even with the other people in the shot. Like that was my that was basically my role on the uh, production staff. You can't reveal yet to bring out the little box for him. I mean, that's supposed I to be a did. secret, Jam. Uh, you will hear it. from his people. <laughs> Everyone in the stadium can see him standing on a box. It's not like it's a secret. I wasn't at the stadium. I didn't know he was on a box. <laughs> I was, so you, I'm you telling you. <laughs> you, you blew his cover, man. They, they said you were driving Miss Daisy Merchant. Is Nance a 6'3"? Is Jim Nance a unit? Apparently. I've never seen Mr. Nance in person, but I'm not, that's not too surprising. Al Michaels 5'2". Yeah, there's, I, I'm not buying Bob Costas being 5'7". In the slightest. Uh, yeah, give me the image. He got to be standing next to somebody. Uh, here he is standing on... Is that, eight, was that the box? Was, was that the Ooh. one? Yeah, very one. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is tough. Oh. Costas on a box, on a box. Costas that, on a box. He like he make the suit coat a little bit longer. <laughs> man, Joe butt hug him like his nephew, man. Power is so him. rude. Taking his son to work. Yeah, that's I let him put on one of daddy's suit. Didn't uh, he's a good boy, isn't he? <laughs> Ruffled his hair a little bit. Standing normal school. Yeah, he's trying to. <laughs> he's trying his damnedest right now. Trying. That's power move. One hand in the pocket. Oh yeah, he's got a stance. So one foot forward, one foot back. Wait, wait. Yeah, it elongates the body. It's a, it's a good visual for him. He knows what he's doing. You can buy, buy this cutout for twenty bucks. So Bob Costas cut life size, life size cutout. <laughs> Listen, why? See, I need each and every one of these to scoop. So we just need a cutout. Uh, <laughs> cut background. Yes, it's just, just cutouts. Yeah, just various Costas. Hand in the pot. One hand in the shirt, like Napoleon. Um, People look weird when they're not behind a desk. Like when, when they're not where you're used to seeing them. Mm-hmm. At. <laughs> There's no way to look cool on like a red carpet like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that cut out. <laughs> That's the one. Why is he tossing the baseball? He don't, he don't pitch for the Mariners. Uh, yeah, my homeboy is a famous sports announcer. He want to talk to you. <laughs> He's right there. Him and Mikey Tarico standing normal. The Sugar Ray. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh man! Not the pink eye, brother. It was so bad. Yeah, what event was this? The, was Oli- this? the Olympics. Was the Olympics. Was it? Oh. Like I'm going on, damn it! It's like Bob, 
You really, <laughs> it looked terrible. It's like, I didn't come all the way to, where was it? So, so Japan? I think, I, no, I think it was Sochi. Was that the Sochi one? I think it was yeah. Sochi. Yeah, I was didn't it the 20, these... what, six? Now, what year was this? No, 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 oh, no, I completely forgot about this till Scoops and the guy with, <laughs> the one with pink eye. I didn't fly all the way to Japan just to not go on NBC. Uh, He's like, I'm bleeding out my ears. Um, yeah, it's 2014 Sochi Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely one of those like, no, nah, you should not be here. You shouldn't be anywhere outside of a ICU right now. And he was like, the ladies' bobsledding's going coming up next. Uh, he's crying there's an, blood. There's um, an oral history of Bob Costas's a pink eye at the Olympics. We might need to take a peek at it. Yeah, um, yeah, I pulled it up. I pulled it up. <laughs> was that twenty? So that was almost a decade. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I can't tell which what, what's fake and what's real. Um, Two, what is it? Two days before the February seventh opening ceremony, the team gathered for a meeting. Uh, I've been in Sochi for this is Bob Costas. I've been in Sochi for a few days, and I woke up the morning of the first telecast, and I walk into the bathroom. You know, you splash a little water on your face, shave, shower, get ready. I look, and I think it was the left eye first. It was swollen and red, and looked like a slit. Like a slit. Uh, and I'm thinking, what in the world is this? <laughs> because I felt perfectly fine when I went to bed the night before. And there was no pain. It wasn't like I was definitely somebody lying. This man was feeling terrible for days. He's trying to talk himself into it. Oh, it's, it's really not that bad. It really, it always kind of hurts like this after <laughs> I fly. It's always beat red after a flight. My, um, my eyes actually always looked like this my whole career. No one noticed. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> right, yeah. It's the glasses, man. I think it was some irritant. Uh, it was like I woke up and felt something was wrong until I looked in the mirror. So I thought, well, I'll go see the NBC doctors and see what they can do about it. <laughs> and their first guess was that it was some kind of bacterial infection. And if that was the case, I could probably be cleared up in a few days with antibiotics. So I wore glasses to partially disguise it. Next one. <laughs> it did not work. I... <laughs> This is uh, Bell. Um, so we had a show before the opening ceremony. I think we probably fooled ourselves a little bit thinking, oh, we can get through this. But then, <laughs> but then he did a thing with the day show, some sort of promotion. And the next thing you know, Bob Costas's left eye was <laughs> trending on Twitter. <laughs> they did a show at 7 a.m. And by 11 a.m., Deadspin and BuzzFeed had articles and the image of him wearing glasses was circulating social media. <laughs> Why did they think the glasses would... It wouldn't... It just it focuses in on the, the fact right, that his eye is very much closed. <laughs> they should have put no glasses and put pink makeup on him. <laughs> they should have given him an eye patch. Oh, when she bob on my Costa school. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when she honk on my bobo. She honk on my bobo uh, <laughs> till I cost ass. Um, they really was like, nah, we'll just put some little bitty glass. And these glasses in particular, go cat eye or something. Big The big rectangle lenses, these definitely draw the <laughs> attention to the pink eye. <laughs> my cousin had his second shot of Moderna. Uh, <laughs> did he... <laughs> 
Oh, he gave an apology for the eye? Oh, look. What? Y'all remember that when any, I guess it's, does it still happen where any little thing happens and a, a Twitter account pops up for it and it's like, ah, oh boy, joke's dead now. Like the Bob Costas left eye uh, oh, the M &M, Twitter account. The M &M I feel thing. like it happened recently. Oh, really? Yeah, the Eminem thing. I had someone in my account pretending to be Maya Rudolph for M&Ms or something. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe it. I was like, I thought we were past that, man. Yeah. Oh, and also this account I followed that tweeted like old screenshots of Donald Trump tweets. They started posting like news articles. And now there's a bunch of accounts in the replies fighting over the old followers. Like we post tweets without news. It's a great website, man. Good things. Nothing but good things. Um, are there any more pictures of the eye? That's, those kill me. Um, <laughs> um, something to keep in mind for future uh, thumbnail school. Uh, I don't think there's any other pictures of the eye, fortunately. I might really need to sit down and read this at some point. There's yeah, a lot of words. It's a but... lot of words. Yeah, it's a I've, whole I've lot. I've been but... trolling. It's not very interesting. It's just like, yeah, Matt Lauer had to step in, and then it's a lot of uh -oh. self-important people being like, oh, that had to change the the Today Show schedule. Um, but I I skimmed the but. There's nothing. No, no more interesting facts. A lot less interesting than I uh, wanted it to be. Oh, well, good. I I won't go back to it then. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, uh, who, whose last fights this weekend, school? Oh, it's uh, uh, Fedor Emelianko's, uh, the last emperor. He's uh, he's what? The nickname. Forty and six, I believe he is, and he is. That's decent. Yeah, and he's also forty-six years old in his last fight. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's gonna win. I believe he's a sizable underdog here. He's, no, not for the last hurrah. Yeah, for the last hurrah. I hate that the MMA does this. They've got him. It is a rematch fight versus Ryan Bader. But Ryan Bader is like the champion of Bellator. So, he, I mean, but hey, I would love to see uh, Fedor go out on top with a win. Let's say, what a way to go out if you win. Right, right. He's gonna go win and leave with that. So, I mean, I'm gonna be all all, all over him. I hope, hopefully, he wins. I uh, don't like Ryan Bader. He's a very boring fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Romo. Yeah, and, uh -huh. uh, Emilienko is awesome. He's just one of the the legends. Been fighting since like the '90s with pride. So hey, can we see his record? Yeah, Close, yeah. Uh... I'll, I'll pull up his uh, tapology. Because I've definitely heard the name Fedor before. Like I. I didn't know it was like 46, but it tracks. Because if, if I've heard your name, you've been around for a minute. Uh, this is what peak male condition looks like. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On the high. Uh, six foot 233. So not, not a huge guy. Yeah, who's he? There we go. So when when was his last? So he hadn't fought in two years, year and a half. Yeah, October twenty twenty one. Yeah, October twenty twenty one. They've been 
They've been trying to schedule... They wanted to schedule his last fight in Russia, and then the war in Ukraine uh, really ruined that plan. They were they had this whole big event planned. It was going to be in the Red Square. It was going to be this awesome... Oh, it was going to be... No, nah, that would be fire. Yeah. Right. It would have wheeled out Lenin's dead body to watch. Lenin! Lenin! Yeah, they were going to have a whole, whole event out in the Red Square, and then the war happened, and they pretty much had to scrap it like a couple months out i'm pretty sure so that kind of stinks yeah putin doesn't care about us mm -hmm. never did um mm -hmm. so he had been is this a bellator fight uh, yeah this He's is a bellator, bellator fight yep. This is bellator? yep yep this is a bellator fight famously did not sign with the ufc because they wouldn't give him what he felt he was worth so. too real mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. too real so who he's fighting bader again right yeah he's fighting bader um, but you can see here, like his his last what five fights, six fights, they've all ended in the first round. Either he's got the knockout or he's gotten knocked he's, out. I like, so. I like that. He only has stamina for one round, so he better just go all out. Yeah. So he lost to Bader first round, thirty five seconds in. That's tough. But yeah. that was also three. Yeah, three years ago. That's some change. Yeah, and he no, got four. What year is it anymore, man? I don't know. It's four years ago. Yeah, he got planted good in that fight. It was just uh he just went out, you know. So that was that was nervous. He bounced back though. He did bounce back with two wins. So I was like, beat yeah, Kel Sonnen and Frank Mir two names I know. Mm -hmm. Quentin Jackson is a name uh mm -hmm. I, so are, are all those guys in Bellator now? Or still, I should say, since these were a couple years ago. I don't think any of these guys fight anymore. I think they all retired. <laughs> except for Bader. I'm pretty sure everyone else is uh retired here. How old is Bader? Is he going out anytime soon? Um, he's thirty nine, so he's up there. But I don't think he's gonna retire unless if he loses this fight. I mean, but I don't think so. Because <laughs> in Bellator, Bellator is not really like UFC. You can sort of get paid more often in in your like early forties in a way if you're still good. The UFC doesn't just like feed you to guys and get rid of you. Right, <laughs> right. Oh. They saying go down the the list. I'm guessing they meant of I don't know if that Bader's fights or probably oh, Fedor's probably fights. Probably Fedor's fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's see who else is he because some of these names, yeah, because Quint yeah, Rampage Jackson, I saw mm -hmm. Fabio Maldonado. Oh yeah. Great name. He, Not familiar, still, but great name. Dude, he still fights. He's fucking twenty eight and seventeen and he still fights. He doesn't get cleared in some places, but they still let him fight. He's, yeah, he's, it's a long regular season, Scoop. He's playing a full 82 game season. You don't win them all. <laughs> you don't win them all. Uh, he's undefeated till 2010. That, what happened in 2010? Lost to Fabricio Verdum, arm triangle. And then he just started losing. Well, he lost tw three for, times for in a row. Three in a row and then yeah. got back on. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what the is it a good slate of fights this weekend? We'll take a break in a second, but is there what else is on the the card? So for for the Bellator fight, the co-main is probably more exciting. Tokov versus Eblin. Uh, Tokov is Emilienko's like protege, and he's really Ooh. good. He's scary. He's thirty-one scary. and two. Yeah, yeah, he's a scary guy, and I believe Johnny Eblin might be the champ for them. I'm not entirely sure. He might be the champ for, yeah, middleweight. He's their middleweight champion. Okay. 
So, but yeah, Tokov is 31 and 2, and he's really good. I'm very, I'm excited for that one because Johnny Eblen hits hard as hell, too. Well, so, I thought he was undefeated, in the Eblen? I believe so. Uh, Wasn't yes. as many fights, I believe. Yeah. But I just yep. saw, yeah, to a 12 and 0. Yep, yep, 12 and 0. Diamond Hands. Ooh. Diamond Hands is a strong nickname. Diamond Hands is a little Canelo. Uh, yeah, in the face yeah, and beard yeah, looks yeah. like him um yeah he hits hard as hell and he spars hard like he he's they they go to battle so i'm excited i'm excited for this fight and then there's a ufc card but it starts at 9 p.m tomorrow the prelims start and then the main is at one in the morning that's right so Ooh, we got a, we got a shams bomb a, a legit shams bomb oh do we oh oh breaky uh, Oh, let's see. I'm not looking at chat. I want to be completely surprised. I'll send it to oh, the Discord. Whoa! We got us. Oh, baby. Ooh! Whoa! This is hot off the presses. Like, 60 seconds ago, hot off the presses. Breaking from Sham Sharanya. Brooklyn Nets all-star Kyrie Irving has requested a trade, league sources tell The Athletic. The franchise has been informed that Irving prefers to move on ahead of the February 9th trade deadline. One week from today, or yeah, one week from now. Or we'll leave in free agency in July. When I think, I don't even know if it's an opt-out. He might just be, like this year might be the option year. I think he's just unrestricted. So that's some leverage. That's some leverage play. I don't even know if it's what happened or this was. I think this could have been his plan the entire time. Like, okay, I'll do your sensitivity training and uh, stuff like that. And then (laughs) five days before the trade deadline. Well, didn't Chris Haynes like a week and a half ago say like Kyrie wanted an extension or was like working on an extension? Yeah, I thought so. I'm sure he wanted an extension. And well, I'm sure they both wanted to. If I'm the Nets, if we're extending, it's short term. And if I'm Kyrie, he's probably like, I want five years or four plus one or three plus one something. And if they were like, no, we're not doing that. He was like, okay. Now it's lose me for nothing or try to get something for me. Is it's that... kind of wild to like when KD was there, the Nets were like ripped off 18 to 20. Like things seem to be going well ever since he came back from his uh, suspension that we, I guess we forget why he uh, was suspended, <laughs> but uh, it's going to make for an interesting next six days. It did not play posting bullshit on Instagram. Um, <laughs> he's day to day. That is well, <laughs> has Kevin Durant tweeted anything. Mm, let me go look. Because this would, that would be my next question. Um, uh, if Kevin Durant has tweeted anything, because I would have to wonder, of course, how does he feel? Um, we'll be on KD Twitter watch for the next yeah, hour. Let, <laughs> let's, uh, actually, let's take a five. We'll see if, if KD tweets anything. He may not even notice, man. He probably follow, uh, he got this news like the rest of us. So let's take a quick five. See if we can get the McMahon in here. Um, thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscri- uh, subscribe in chat. We'll come back and maybe just play the breaking news watch. Welcome back. Happy Friday, hour three. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tapping in, hitting that thumbs up on the YouTube. The boys are with me, and we are still on this uh, Shams Haynes bomb that Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. So this comes in the aftermath of sides unable to get an extension done. So now, where does he go? Because if you're the Lakers, I mean, there's definitely, I think it has to be somebody that one can't just sign him outright this summer, but somebody that would need the boost he can provide this, the rest of this year. So Westbrook and what, one pick, I, I don't, there's no way you can get both picks anymore. I don't, like, why would they do that? Well, they're the Lakers, they're bad. So I, I, I it's like interesting dynamic is like, how much value does Kyrie Irving have right now? Just given his general shenanigans this year, what he wants in an extension is a team going to be willing to do that. But then because there's this impending deadline, like, is there potential for like a bidding war with, I don't know. The other team I thought of was like, are the Mavericks like so desperate to have like a let's contend with Luca? Like, let's get him another guy right now. Like, are there going to be teams competing for like giving the Nets the best Kyrie package right now? I think you have to know. I, Mavericks is a good one because I could, they would definitely get the boost now. And also, I imagine they would be ready to just give him whatever contract extension he like. If he wants four years three and an option, whatever. I imagine they would just give it to him because what other, we looked through the roster the other day, what other means do they have to like a, a impact guy? And for all the shenanigans, Kyrie is an impact player. So Mavericks is a good one. Uh, Trailblazers? No. The Heat? The Heat are very... Because Kyle Lowry has not been good and Pat Riley, the fake Italian man, is always a star hunter. He's real Italian. Come on. No, he's Irish. He's been faking it's, as an Italian. It's Patricio Riliano. Patricio Riley. It's Patricio Riley. Yeah, the Nets just have zero leverage. And I don't feel bad for him. Who cares? Uh, you got to get what you can get. Salary wise, Kyrie's got to be in the 30s. Like He's so, at, uh, third, basically 37, 36.9. And you got to get to what is it, 75% of that? So, DeAndre Aiden, Jay, Jay Crowder, there's like a Chris three, Paul, right. a three teamer. Ooh, the huh? Kyrie, is it you? Trade guru from the clouds. Uh, there's, there's a team. team. All right. Oh my god, it's Pink Guy Costas. Mick Man is in the house. Uh, Looking swell. How we mm -hmm. feeling, Mick? Uh, cold. Quite cold. Um, <laughs> however, there's there's only one team, I think, stupid enough to do this right now. And it's the Philadelphia 76ers. Hey. It's absolutely... It's the most Philadelphia thing to do. I'm listening. They did it last year. They did the exact same stupid thing last year. Of course they're going to do it again. What's Tobias, the Tobias Harry, uh, Harris money works out perfectly. That's Can they, they get it without Tobias? Sure. I was going to say, because it's like you have no leverage. Do you just take our bad salaries and whatever pick we have? I just don't know if they can cobble together 30 whatever without Toby. Ooh, I think we might need to head to the trade machine. Okay. Um, Let's see. 
How much George's Niang make? Too much. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say not enough. <laughs> listen, listen, Chris Paul straight up for Kyrie Irving, man. Let us see. Yeah, let's see those 76ers and those Nets. Because I'm just trying to see. Do they, they have, don't any... have any of the pieces? Like the next highest salary after Embiid, Harden, and Tobias is P.J. Tucker at 10. They'd have to piece together like a four or five guys. That's what I'm saying. I think they would do it. Not that Tobias is untouchable, but just because it's like, hey, man, y'all have no leverage, right? Like, we're the only team to offer garbage and a first-round pick. You might just have to take the garbage if you want to pick. You don't think the Lakers are offering garbage and a first-round pick? No, they're offering six-man-of-the-year favorite, asshole. Have some respect. Yeah, so it's more than garbage. It's a better <laughs> offer. <laughs> garbage plus. Um, Recycling, even. Corkmaz is I just Corkmaz Tybal. I don't think there's yeah, they just can't get to it. No, think. it's Tobias. It almost works yeah, too perfectly. It would have It would have to be to does any side get a pick in that or is that just one for one? Just straight up. I, you can give him some picks. I don't, <laughs> I don't give who give which side. I was, I was gonna, gonna say I think Philly gets the pick. Do they? Gets the pick? Yeah, I was gonna say do that. I feel like I feel like the uh, if I'm getting Tobias Harris, I want to pick. Or um, excuse me, if I'm trading for the guy with what thirty games to free agency, and I know he wants a max. I imagine. I don't know which way the picks go. That's why I think it goes to Philly because they like Tobias. He's not good, but he's not good for longer. You understand? He's he has more what, years on that deal. What's, what's Tobias got left? Two years. So it's so is it really one? I mean, it's this year in one. So that's that's not bad. Uh, I was gonna say we saying all this. Did either one of these have picks to trade? I don't know. They all traded them last year they, to each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2024. Uh, that's interesting. So Tobias, I'm trying to Mavericks. Timberwolves, the, are they an option? D'Angelo Russell makes 31. They want a downgrade? I was gonna say D'Angelo's playing really well lately. Yes, they, they think they can convince the Nets to take Rudy Gobert. What do you think you convince Kyrie Irving to sign a long term contract in Minnesota? That's why I don't think they would do unless Maybe. they're saying we don't care. Go bear, you say? Um Oh, would they do go bear right knowing Kyrie's gonna leave just to get off Go Bear without attaching picks? I don't know how. I probably would. Do the Nets <laughs> want that? They've got the defensive player of the year. Now they have two. Um <laughs> we see how we see how well Go Bear uh, works against other center uh playing against with the other centers. Yeah, the but they is, gave like him the a Nets, shooter one. Not this. The time. Nets probably want someone who's under contract because, like, the thing about Kyrie is if like they just let him walk, it's not like they can just then go sign someone who all like makes that amount of money, another max player. Like they are just already, I think, close to the tax at this point. They just lose all of that kind of like cap space. It's not like they can just replace him with a free agent. Like they, I, I would imagine if they would either go like full tank mode, like okay. We're going to trade Kyrie now. We'll trade KD in the offseason and total rebuild. Or they would want to get like some sort of player back to kind of fill in that salary space. Are they trading KD and all? They tried that last year. Or he tried that last year. <laughs> and Joe Sai said, all right, keep it. No thanks. So 
Kyrie was just lurking in the bushes. Like, no, they need to be up against a deadline. They really need <laughs> to have the screws put to him to do it. I'll say time after business- a 43 point loss to request a trade and just totally <laughs> send my franchise down a blistering PR hellhole. Did you see the quote he had after Leon that game? He said, I'm going to no. commit to figuring out the Celtics. That's my promise to you guys, Nets fans. He he used a word that was like the Celtics mysticism or something. Like the way he the said M-word? like what was happening during these games, the methodology. He was like, I am committed to cracking the Celtics method. It's like they're just hitting threes. Like, what do you mean? Like, they, He's like, like I can't figure it out. Um, driving to the basket. <laughs> the Bulls is interesting. What's Levine for Kyrie? It'd be essentially just saying we don't trust that contract because of the knees. Could we get out of jail and go Kyrie or Kyrie for Lonzo? You'd need to put something with it, but Lonzo, Lonzo Lonzo for I'm not trading for Lonzo. The Bulls doctors are like, we don't know why Lonzo has pain in his knee. That's I'm just not trading for a guy with his knee problem is just unknown uh, source of pain. That's why you get Vucevic with it, and then you get to pay him. Hmm? Hmm? Sweeten the deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patty said no thanks in Chicago. Laker, Lakers is too easy, though. And yeah, again, I, I think, don't... I yeah. think they're the other dumb team. Them, I think them, the Mavericks, and the Sixers are the three. And I, maybe the Heat, but the Heat don't have anything anyone wants. They don't have any leverage. Like the Nets, though, if, would they take Lowry and like one pick? Lowry, how much does Lowry make? Lowry, Duncan something. Robinson. Ooh, yeah. What's where's Lowry? Oh man, take on some D Rob. Yeah, try what that happened, one. What happens if Kyrie's traded to the West? Is he no longer an Eastern Conference All Star starter, and then they has to be replaced? That has that happened? I feel like that happened before they traded. That happened uh, recently, yeah. Boogie, didn't Boogie Cousins get traded during the All Star game? He, right when it ended. It was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. That was Western Conference to Western Conference. I do feel like somebody like swapped conferences and they had to figure out what to do. Lowry and Robinson works straight up for Kyrie, which Pat Riley would drive him to uh, Brooklyn himself. Said, "Duncan, you're a good boy." You're gonna like this neighborhood, but fuck you. Get this, out of my car. This is the heat get five games worse. I believe it. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Just because Kyrie, Kyrie and Harrow, you talk about a bucket getting backcourt, but if Bam can just be the number three finally, but still play the defense, that's Something. Jimmy's the fifth option in this scenario. <laughs> J- Jimmy, who? Um, well, that's I bet right now Jimmy's ears perked up. He's like, Can we oh, make this some sort of like three way trade? I go back to Philly, Philly, uh, <laughs> Philly trades. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what he's thinking right now. And everyone's like, No one's even talking to you right now. See, this is why the now the all star break needs to be right now because everybody could be just colluding and temp- like practice was canceled. <laughs> After Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo uh, carried Kyrie Irving into a closet and locked the door, DeAndre Jordan style. If you're the net, I mean, it's like, is it enough? But do you even want this? Do I want another year of Kyle Lowry and a few more years of Robinson? 
if I think I can flip Lowry like in the offseason, I like again, not for a whole lot, but maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, no. Who's um do we see Dallas? Someone said Hardaway and um Bertans works. I bet it does. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> this is one. Hey, if I'm if I'm the Nets, I say I'd rather lose them for nothing, dog. That's what that's really what <laughs> I would be thinking. Like just shut them down the rest of the year. Do basically what Philly did with Ben Simmons, sue him. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so take his ass to prison. Um, yeah. Bretons and Hardaway works money wise. Was it plus one, minus one win? Yeah. Even Steven. According to the train machine, Kyrie's bad. All-star starter. Out of the league. So does he get another contract? Uh, how many more years is Hardaway's contract? Three. Both of them are. Both. So this year and two more. Yeah. I, we'll take the trade exception and do shit with it. But no. I was going to say, Dallas should be offering that package to, to the Lakers for Russ. Like, we don't even need the pick. We just want this money, please. Honestly. Um, what about the yeah. Raptors? Uh, they need to be selling parts. Right. Okay. Uh, can Kyrie go to Canada, man? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Nuggets? Hey. Nuggets? Kyrie's uh, had a, a busy day today because before all this came out, he was posting Jordan Peterson, Jason Whitlock, and John Stockton like anti-vax clips. Oh, he's no. Had, he's had a yeah, strong day on the internet. I didn't, you didn't even have to tell me what they were saying or talking about. Just posting them. At, oh, so he's he's like, I'm really getting up out of here. Y'all just wait. Yeah. Uh, Nuggets, like I, I got can't. links. I've yeah. got links, buddy. Will you believe you me? I'll show you, Mark. So he's like, no, please don't show anyone. Uh, <laughs> Denver, I can't. Oh, Clippers. People are saying Clippers would absolutely be. That'd be very funny. On the line. Uh, Ty Lue's like, trade me. I don't want to deal with yeah, this. I, Lou for, um, <laughs> just swap it out. Coach for player. I think it'd have to be. Oh, Marcus Morris is at, what, 16? Oh, Covington's at 12, man. Yeah, they can make this shit. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. Ridiculous amount of money, too. Is Reggie? Yeah, Reg, I think Reggie Jackson, that's 11. Covington is 12, and would it be Morris? I thought it'd be Norm Powell, but again, it's like, I think they could probably keep Norm Powell. I get to keep one of these guys for the, sure. And the Nets insist on um, man. Like, who actually want a good player coming back? No deal if I'm the Clippers. <laughs> not even kidding. I don't think they can insist on much at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark, Kyrie really what? put him in a bit of a bind here for the next six days. Well, okay, can you do a just trade? And I would say, like, just one of the Clippers young. Like, I don't know if it's Jason Preston or BJ Boston or I feel like it's just Amir Coffee. If it's just like, give us a young guy, someone under 38 years old. And, that, <laughs> and like, that's our. Like that's our chip, but also they don't make a lot of money, so I don't think it would alter the. Yeah, try that and see. I mean, it takes some size from the Clippers, but if you get Kyrie, you're not playing on the size play. We're playing on the. We would have Kyrie, Paul George, Kawhi, and John Wall. So the five horsemen. That's interesting. Or it could again just be Norm pa or Kennard. I forgot Kennard, but he's a. I'd right. want to keep him. I don't. I wouldn't want to trade Luke Kennard. The Pellies. Pellies loser of uh, nine in a row, ten in a row at this. point? I think it's ten now. It's not. 
great. Cool. Um, yeah, Devontae Graham is the package. Graham. All the Jackson Pelican Hayes, people mate. I follow are like, no, we want to trade for Brandon Ingram for KD now. Do you think KD like <laughs> gets moved at the deadline because of this? Like they could you think they could trade both Kyrie and KD? Uh, they had a month to trade KD and couldn't do it. So I don't think they do it in six days. Now circumstance I, they just build around Claxon. There's any <laughs> if I'm the Nets, I call the it's like you get Kyrie no picks, but you gotta take Ben Simmons. He was an all-star too. And just hope Palinka's like, ooh, we get two for one. Um <laughs> Well, yes, I think that's please. where if Minnesota gets involved, they would actually want Simmons because him and Cat are close. Uh, I would hate to do it to Ant, but I think that if there's a team that, <laughs> like, that would almost be a saving grace if they could get off Gobert and take on Simmons. It's like, uh, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't do much, but it could do something. Dude, does more than just keeping Gobert. I don't like that at all, man. No, it's not great, <laughs> but. That's the reality they've put themselves in. Poor Ant Man. He's like, ah, oh, come on, man. Uh, Harry for Beal. The Wizards are just like, we just want off this contract immediately. <laughs> we want off this ride. He got a no trade. Um, he sure does. Chris Paul. Eight, see, I think Aiton's too much. There's no way you could get Aiton. Yeah, you're right, actually. And I does Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul in the 30s. Kevin Durant up. knows Chris Paul exists. I'm, I don't know about friendly, <laughs> but does that work straight up? Just Chris Paul for Kyrie? Uh, should. I feel like it's close. Oh. Failed. How much? Uh, one million. The Suns can't take back one million. Oh. And they need Sarver to sign off on this? No, I thought they, they got sold. Oh, yep. it's done. Okay. It's a, okay. Yeah, it's officially because they were like, we need to push this through. So this, uh, it's uh, Ishbia, the guy that used to play for Michigan State on their championship team. And they're like, no. Harder, so, yeah. yeah, so he can approve. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zebo. Zebo Ishbia. Yeah, so like, a, yeah, one a minimum salary. There we go. Paul and Okogi for Kyrie Works straight up it's like if you're the sun it's like it's not going well booker figures to be back soon and i think i feel like they would pay that they got to pay it anyway to chris paul what three more years two more years so i feel like they would give Kyrie the money if this new owner's went trying to make a splash as most new owners do then he's like i'm not attached to that old man i didn't trade uh for him <laughs> chris paul might not be terrible next to katie facilitate the ball to him pretty well i'd imagine absolutely he has looked better like this last as of week or yeah, two. yeah, definitely. So there's that was interesting. I don't know if they'd be willing to uproot it, but you'd have to be like, okay, we're signing, we're trading for Kyrie and giving him whatever contract he wants, really. Unless you just want to get out of Chris Paul free card, but get some boss man in there. It might be too much. Oh, boss man works. It still works. What's the Nets. net salary that they could yeah, take? Nets. That's plus 10. Man, that turned the Nets into a two seed, man. <laughs> if they turn Kyrie right now into Paul Crowder and Okogi, man, is that is that a win for both sides? Much better team. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques Vaughn's like, now I can really cook, man. The Nets don't lose yeah. a game down the street. Katie's like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Give me worse players, please, Lord. Uh the one out school. Can you show me the Orlando Magic? 
because they're just a team. It's like they need a scoring guard like Kyrie Irving. And they with got Jonathan Isaac exchanging ideas. Oh, listen, they exchange in the damn trade. Um, nobody, if they don't have enough, Isaac and Gary Harris. Would Kyrie agree to an extension in Orlando? No. Uh, if they're giving at this point, who's giving him like the full four or five? Lakers. Can they afford like with the they'd have to immediately renounce Rui because his cap hold wouldn't let them do it, which feels like a Lakers thing. Because I thought that was the move. I thought that was the move. Like, okay, you trade for Rui, but then you sign somebody and then re-sign Rui, but they came with the cap hold. So they'd give him the max years. I don't know if they'd give him the max money. If Orlando was just like, this is, we will give you the full five. We don't, everybody on our team is young or already signed to a pretty fair deal. We're not even doing this for the last 30 games of this year. We're just trying to really hit it running next year. And Terrence Ross, maybe. But I think one of the more dangerous things you can do is try and make plans for Kyrie Irving based on a year-to-year basis. Like, I don't know that trading for him. Any team should be like, he'll definitely resign. Or if he resigns... You have to have the deal before you have the trade. Like you have to tamper and tamper. fully have yeah. You can't well, even trade with that. without the extension. And he's gonna right. demand the train a year into it. Right. Right. I mean, that's week to week. Again, nobody in the NBA is happy, baby. So uh now they're not all posting uh John Stockton on the gram, but I <laughs> <laughs> read just in this, terms uh... of like the magic, they wouldn't this is none of their young core. That's why it's like right. if, if they did this for 30 games and then Kyrie walked, would they be devastated to get away from the – you know what I mean? So, and could that get them to the play-in? You give Kyrie some Disney stock under the table? I don't know. I don't know. Two weeks sure ago. He has, he has some takes about the mouse, I promise you. <laughs> oh, Him and the mouse <laughs> can team up and be plenty powerful, though. Homecoming? All right. Homecoming? No, I like – let's see. Let's see. Brockton's making 23? That's a lot of money for Brockton. I hope you like Brooklyn. We need um, that contract for the offense. Give us KD if we're putting Brockton in there. I'm not trading for, for him. The Trade actual for sixth man of the year. Brogdon for Kyrie. Brogdon and uh, Marcus Smart. They, Peyton Pritchard deserves a starting role somewhere. Well, let's, now, we're yeah, just, let's, now we're just doing this to piss people off. I mean, this, is, this is shenanigans. Yeah, let's try this straight up, school. Yeah, it works. Hey, hey. <laughs> Katie's like, we're winning the team. Katie's like, we're winning <laughs> the championship. We won the championship. That's just so much better immediately. <laughs> yeah, that, if they can find anything to do with Simmons, man, they are cooking with gas. That's how we see if Joe Mazzulla is a real coach. Let's see how he handles this. Yeah, he's like, like, what about the oh Bucks? The Bucks don't want some of this? Get off uh, injured Middleton. and Yeah, Middleton uh, can't play. I was saying, and about to be a free agent. That last year on Middleton's is a player option, so this could be rental for rental, <laughs> rental for rental. Uh, hey, bang, I mean, I'm go. just saying. On Two January Celtics killers. Uh, <laughs> on January 15th, KD or Kyrie is asked about KD's absence, and he goes, "Well, I'm consistently in the lineup, and that helps. We don't have anyone in this locker room who's halfway in." And that's really the the key to the net success. No one who's halfway in. 
Now that's a fact. He's like Kyrie is all the way out. Uh, right. That's a let's see them New York Knickerbockers school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the salary to trade for Donnie Mitchell. Um, like Fournier, Rose, and whatever untouched Cam Reddish. Get too cool, Cam. Uh, they probably in the real to, New York team. Uh, they, maybe they don't have to give up Grimes. I was gonna say, I, yeah, they can't. he's Reddish untouchable. Yeah, he's untouchable. They would never. Uh, no. Uh, hey, Kyrie for Rose, Fournier, and Reddish works straight up. Those Kyrie Brunson lineups would be a problem. For, yeah, for Tibbs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tom <laughs> Thibodeau defense. and Kyrie Irving would love each other, man. Nets get basically, yeah, Cam Reddish. I think those are options, like team options on the last year of Rose and Fournier. Kings? They, it's something they would historically do, but they better <laughs> fucking not, dude. Yeah, I don't think they will. I don't, like just salary-wise, it's not a whole lot of options. The Jazz, what's, maybe? Uh, what's like, what do you think the opinion is of like, GMs right now of Kyrie. Like, I don't think there's going to be more than three teams that actually even call the net to check the price. The same ones that, if and when he hits free agency, would be there. Right? Lakers. That's where Mavericks, I don't, the Mavericks would have to get him this way. Like, they just don't have the, I mean, unless you can get him to do a sign and trade. Sign and but trade, yeah. yeah. Philly's interesting because Harden also has not signed a deal. So, again, hope you didn't get rid of your lease yet, James. <laughs> What'd you say, Jim? <laughs> I mean, does does trading for Kyrie just immediately piss hard enough? And does he just give up immediately once Kyrie's in town? I mean, that was over jab business. That stuff's that's yeah. a thing of the past. James Harden was a, just a staunch pro jab man. And that was the split in the locker room. He said, I will hold him down myself. <laughs> and administer this. So I Harden's like anything that can get me out back in the clubs quicker. He's like, I'll take right. both jabs right now, please. He's also big. He's it's been tough. Young thugs in prison and James Harden will not stop using the internet. Like, when will it end? <laughs> when will it end? The boys backwards, man. All backwards. <laughs> Kyrie for Conley. All star for former All Star. Get some Olenek in Ainge Brooklyn. Is just like this is where he really wanted to be, though. <laughs> this is this is the longest con. Kyrie is <laughs> a picture of Kyrie and Danny Ainge whispering in each other's ears, uh, meeting Utah in 2023. And this is all just falling according to plan, man. <laughs> I think it is funny every single trade where they we turn one to two or three pieces, it's like, man, the Nets might just get better from this. And Kyrie's starting the all-star game. Hornets. Oh yeah, Hornets. Hayward's out of making a. That's what I was like. Hayward the, and Terry. The very yep. Charlotte thing to do. I would say, what's Hayward at thirty? It might be Hayward alone. Yeah, let's try that. And, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, he's. I think Hayward's got. Yeah, how many next year? He'll play forty-two games for you. He'll be pretty good in them, but you don't know when those forty-two are coming. And the Hornets get Kyrie, LaMelo, Jordan comes down to lace them up. <laughs> For the first time the Nets haven't added a win. 
from a trade, I think. <laughs> this is the one with Josiah. Uh, it was like, no deal. Pistons? For some, I don't think they'd have to do, like, I'd keep Bojan. Oh, really? Oh. Like, I, I think they're going to trade him this summer, but I think, like, for, like, picks and or a young player. So I think they hold that the get some Alley Alley Burks in there, <laughs> Nerlens Noel uh, to the to the Big Apple, Killian Hayes. That's your young guy. Uh, yeah, if they if they're so off like the, the, the three months of Killian Hayes, yeah, does that work? Let's see, dollar wise. No. Uh, cut five million. Okay, so the Pistons got to do five million more. Um, Corey Joseph. Five. There he is. He was made to get traded in this exact deal. There it is, baby. Bingo. Kyrie to the pit. He's a, yeah, this helps no one. We're not going to make the playoffs. I'm not staying here. Um, this takes the ball out of Jaden Ivey's hands. We just really wanted... Uh, <laughs> we just really wanted Nerlens the fuck out of here. <laughs> we just really wanted Kyrie to be the most famous 11 in our history. Uh, is there... It's, I feel like we went through. Is it where we missed it? Uh, Portland. I don't think we did Portland. The <laughs> run to the grind versus run from the grind. All stars. <laughs> Have the grind come to me. It's like, hey, we're not. If we don't want to pay Jeremy, if we're going to pay top dollar for a guy, would we prefer it be an all star starter guy or a Jeremy Grant guy? <laughs> and I was like, Nerlens is a piston. Keep up, man. Hey. Yeah, Jeremy Grant and Josh Hart. Does... I would say the Nets get way better there. That's probably the best deal the Nets would get. Dude, the Nets are. They'd be like, oh man, they're the two seed. I don't want to play. Yeah. And the Trailblazers would be the 11 seed. No one would have to play. <laughs> Taking the ball out of Dame's hands is what the, the Blazers should do. Well, they got to get him a, a, a undersized. Shooting mate in the backcourt. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him play thing. with that type of uh, guy. One. What did you say, Jay? No, it's, I was just saying, it's the one thing the Trailblazers have been missing is a smaller smaller guard to put next to Dame. All this time. And I don't, like, the th oof. <laughs> they don't have the cap, I don't think. I was say, there's no way oh, they yeah, had it. It would take every single player on their roster, and even then it's like, we're, we're four million short. Uh Hey, um, why not? Fuck it. Uh, three guards. If it's like, oh, y'all, y'all thought y'all had dysfunction in the organization before. <laughs> this is how do we catch the cat by the biggest dog and let him loose? So I'll show you how to dysfunction. Ah, I can't do it. <sighs> oh, oh, refuse. refuse. They were, no, you No, it's fine. Well, if it's fucking, if it's the son making all the calls, if he just thinks Kyrie's cool, this is probably the team they could get the most from. They could Trey and DeJounte. John Collins still, they forget to trade John Collins. I was like, what do I have to do, man? <laughs> um, only minus two. Hmm. John, Collins John Collins would cook on the nets and every team but the Hawks, it appears. Pacers? Buddy and uh, 
not Turner anymore. What I did, they still can trade Turner somehow. The deal he just signed doesn't make him untradeable, and I think it's at the old money, not the new money. But it's weird. What does Buddy for Kyrie work? Because the Pacers can't. They just don't have that much. Like, can they just absorb that outright? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, who else? Yeah, they don't make any. It's the net neutral trade. <laughs> Pacers owner, he's like, we don't really do the re so he would like want to make the he's like 89. And he's like, I don't want to stink while I'm here. What happens after me is none of my beeswax. <laughs> very, very fair. It's very fair. You get Kyrie, Halliburton, and Benny Matz. Decent. Back to these wolves, man. Yeah. D'Angelo back to Brooklyn. I saw one in chat. Let's see. Let me yeah, do uh do go bear and then add Ben Simmons. Let's let's make this the blockbuster of the millennium. It's super freaky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just try this. Yeah, I think it should work. It does. It hey. does. There it is. Go bear and D'Angelo to the net for Kyrie and Ben Simmons. That and that's the worst trade in history. You give six wins to the Nets, <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, the computers think Gobert's a good player, so the computers don't know. Dumb computers. Yeah, the computer thinks he's five LeBrons. <laughs> he's leading the league in Raptor. Uh, <laughs> who? I mean, Rosen got one year left. Is that the only one? They don't want to pay that next deal. I was going to say, I think we... We trading to Guangdong. Can we get to some G League team? Let's get him to the uh, Ignite. The Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Poole. If they were just like, hey, we we just want to get off the Jordan Poole contract and the luxury tax money that comes with it, because Jordan Poole's thirty million is really going to be forty eight million. Oh well, his is poison with pill, the... so you can't even trade it. When them. What does it say? Oh, I get, he's still on the last year of his rookie deal. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, can you try? Because the poison pill, it's like, A, it balloons the salary up, but that's exactly what we need here. So I'm curious to say, like, how much would they have to add if we try that straight up? $31 million, it says. Okay, what does the so poison he, pill say under it? Yeah. Uh, outgoing value, his incoming value will be $26 million. Okay, what's, yeah, that's what we need. Uh, Wiseman? Wiseman? So what? That's, that's your young piece. Uh, oh, you can't trade Draymond with Poole. Interesting. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's not even a rule. Uh, they... <laughs> Obviously, we just made the rule straight up. Uh, 19 million. Cut 19. We're getting closer. Um, they just don't really, yeah. they don't have in between salaries. Yeah, really. they don't. It's either the top or the bottom. Yeah. Is Wiggins a poison pill, too? Uh, no, he's recently signed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. No, nah, they it's poison. They're like he's still gonna turn back into Andrew Wiggins. So, Rams <laughs> um, are saying that the Nets offered an extension, but with guarantee stipulations, and the offer, which was uh, declined by Kyrie, was not received well. <laughs> yeah, uh, hence the declining. They said, "What the?" 
stipulations. Uh, well, Shams usually gets the agent's take, so we should have yeah. these verbatim soon. Pool, Kuminga, Wise. I know Eggs won a Wiseman launch into space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the young guys stink. Why is he just <laughs> mad at Wiseman? Right. Well, Kuminga at least does like one or two things a game where you're like, all right, if he can string that together, we've got something here. The other guys, I don't know, they're in San Clemente, playing for like the 87ers or whatever the fuck. Well, I feel like Wiseman goes down and he is too good for the G League, but not good enough to make an impact right now for this team. Like he, honestly, I don't know how much run he'd get on the Nets. He need to be on the Thunder, man. Where they're just like, just run it out there, man. Just play 30 minutes a game and we'll, whatever happened, happen. Pistons, or, now they got Durin. They, I don't know. Back to college, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, would that make sense for probably not, but if the Warriors traded like Wiseman for Vucevic, something like that, so they get a guy now and then they can sign him using his bird rights or whatever the off season if they wanted to. And then Wiseman has a place where he can actually play like Chicago. Woody, they got uh, Drummond and Javante green. The thing, I don't <laughs> think they do it. It would double like Vucevic is 20 something right now, which Everything I hear is like the Warriors are just not going to keep paying that tax bill. Right. So they're not, they wouldn't double it right now. And to resign Vucevic, who's playing well right now, I still have no idea what kind of contract he gets. But yeah, I mean, I guess is, for, them, be, yeah. for them, it would be like, can this help us? And obviously they should aim their sights higher. But if they could be like, we can play him this year when try and win one more title. And then whatever happens moving forward happens. Yeah. I don't know if they have Vucevic or way. From that, I'd rather, I'd rather keep Wiseman and not play him. And also, apparently, he's not good in the G League either. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, Warriors, Bulls. Now, what are you cooking, school? Well, it just sounded like what you guys were talking about. Yeah, it was. It was. But I don't know if it makes, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it makes the most sense. I, do, like I'd, I could see them making that Wiseman for Caruso. Is that how much Caruso make? Nine? Is that nine for nine? Yes. That's. I think the. I think the Warriors would do that in a heartbeat. I don't know if the Bulls would. Caruso's got. Is that two or three years left? With this? Three. That. I think that might include this year. I think. I was say, yeah, half, but yeah. It, so it'd still be yeah two more years, which is like Caruso would definitely help them right now, and because Wiseman is not and. If they move Vucevic, because right now I feel like he'd just be in the same spot as like the third center on a team that's trying to win now, even if they shouldn't be in the Bulls' case. Do the Bulls want another like project next to Patrick Williams? Like they already have a guy they've drafted early with who hasn't really shown his upside. Let's just add another one to that. Well, are you going to let the projects play? Like, what does Pat Williams get to show? Would DeRozan has the ball? Vucevic needs his touches, and Levine got the money. So it's like, are you going to, if you're tearing it down to the studs, then yeah, just run Wiseman, Patrick Williams, Dalen Terry, Io out there and wait for Lonzo to walk again. I think that would, it make more sense than what they're doing now. Like, but I don't know what the Bulls are thinking. Yeah. Rivers said no dice. Um, Vooch is our best player right now. That's kind of the problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Will y'all pay Groggy Rivers? What's the contract for Vucevic? Cause we got some bulls heads in here. I think Patty too. What's the, what's the contract? Cause he is playing well. And if he's gonna say, "Hey, I was your best player," 
this year, then he not coming cheap. Oh, we got and an update. If, uh, if, Pirtle and the, if Pirtle and centers like that are asking for 20, Vujovic's been better. Obviously, he's older, but he's been better. Yeah, so it's if he's at 21 now, I can't imagine he is taking too much of a per year decrease. He might if like any. 16 to 18. Yeah, for multiple years. Like I'll take 16 if you give me a full four because he's teeth are a little long. Teeth are a little long. We're seeing uh, Philly is out on the Kyrie Irving happening. Oh, even if they're, if they're talking about it, they're for sure in. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even asked. Darryl Moore just right, had a press that's what I'm saying. Like... <laughs> From, uh, Jason Dumas uh, says, sources, the Sixers will not be making any Kyrie Irving inquiries. The organization doesn't have any interest, which means they, they must have got turned down. They didn't want the Nets didn't want to buy it. Yeah, we're not we're stop calling us. Uh, okay, Maury. Okay. Hey, he said, what's the trademark for some more big scoop? I don't know if you saw it, Mick. We we had double big scoop today. Uh, oh, just no. a just a whale of a day. Um, All the days to miss. Double scoobington. Has is every organization gonna have their like Beat reporter tweet this until we just see what four teams don't. Yeah, like the Jazz will not be making a pursuit. The Magic will not be making a pursuit. Oh, the, the Lakers, funniest, the funniest team being like, oh no, we're pursuing it. <laughs> <laughs> the, like the Rockets, the other yeah, Rockets. <laughs> All right, listen, there was the James Harden going there this summer. Uh, mm -hmm. Rumors. And I do know their pick next year is a top four protected pick to Oklahoma City. So they had some incentive to like you can't be awful, awful again. You got to at least be better. Kyrie would make you better short term. I don't know what it would take. Did they even have the salary? No. I was going to say, Eric Gordon is dying to play anywhere else. Um, yeah, I don't think they would have the salary. I still think Dallas makes the most sense for what like both sides need right now. I think Dallas is where it happens. I feel like they are a lot of pressure to make a move. They're literally called Mavericks. Mark Cuban thinks he's a Maverick. Think he can change Kyrie Irving. You just throw in Hardaway, uh, Bertans, Hardaway and, and and or Hardaway and Christian Wood. If the Nets are insisting on getting someone who doesn't suck. Man, listen, if, if the Nets get crit, like Claxton gets to play the defense, Christian Wood gets to score off KD, Dad, I could see the vision. Like having two KDs. <laughs> More or less. Uh, yeah, Bretons and Hardaway work straight. I just, would you have to throw in a Jaden Hardy or something? Because I, oh, again, I, I hang up the phone. I hang up the phone. Which, so again, fast. I get that. And if I'm the Nets, if you offer me Hardaway and Bretons, I hang up the phone. So. Listen, the phone's not going to be ringing from other teams are yeah, declining I'll say, interest. I was say, look, Josh Green too. I wouldn't do it for. I wouldn't throw in Josh Green if I'm Dallas. They need him. Works money wise though. I was would it? Nah, didn't we? I was gonna say like if you're just gonna play the two ball handlers thing, I would prefer to add a third. But Dinwiddie and Bertans. 
instead of Hardaway. Uh, yeah, that that I need the trade deadline to pass now because now I feel like <laughs> the Nets will actually trade KD and not Kyrie. Before the deadline, though? Yeah. I was going to say, could be good or bad. Like, during the summer, it's like, oh, we know we have plenty of time. Like, we don't need to give you our best offer. We'll call in two months and then two months. Now, if it's like, hey, you got six hours and 52 seconds, make me an offer for Kevin Durant or get off my right. phone. Right. Who... Who's on the horn then that could feasibly, like, credibly do it, like, remain a championship contender this year? Philly. Yeah, you want everybody in Philly. Yeah, that's me. No, but, I mean, I think that's where they're like, yeah, we, we're we not, we're calling the Nets. It's not for Kyrie. Because they get Kyrie, they, I mean, they plummet in the standings and lose in the second round. They get KD, I think they could win the title. And we know they desperately want to, as every team should. Uh, and we I'm know they the have tank, a history man. of being able to uh, pull off trades between these two teams. Grum says Tobias, Maxi, and all the picks they could want. It would it hurt my feelings to see Maxi up there with Ben Simmons, but I think he, he, he I think he'd get him right. What picks do they have though? I see a twenty twenty four. Okay, so they they got the every other year. That's yeah. interesting. How many picks would you need for uh, Three, at least three. In Probably three. I mean, and Maxie's still young, so like he's the best young player we've we've talked about. Obviously, we've changed the person. Um, but yeah, that would terrify me at this juncture. I, yeah, like if I'm, I need one more pick if I'm the Nets. But if they're, like, I feel like Maury would give that. If it's like we're this close, yes, take right. the twenty twenty eight, right first, and we would have. MB, Tucker, Durant, Harden, and Melton. That, right. It's a tough five, man. And Tybal yeah, off sure. the bench, too. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. No, thank yeah, I you. I wouldn't care for that. I wouldn't care for that. That They'd be the four seed, too. So y'all see them second round, see them extra I, early. Um, I personally think a DeAndre Aiden package is much more appealing to the Nets. And that's not a biased <laughs> opinion whatsoever. <laughs> they couldn't want any less of DeAndre Ayton. They've made that clear. <laughs> Many teams it would have been. OG Ananobi? Does OG Ananobi excite you? It's like the Raptors are down, but how far down? They're not trading for KD. They better not. Um, the Lakers? Yeah, I think that Durant for, I think Harris Maxey, 24, 26, 28 first round picks. Knowing that you have Durant this year, he'll be back soon, I presume, and then three more years of that. I feel like we have to give swaps in the in between years too. I don't know if they can. (laughs) No, well, as long as they keep their first round, like keep a first round pick, can't they swap it? I thought they they, have. That's what I'm saying. I think the twenty five seven. Yeah, like those went for Harden. Yeah, yeah, those are long gone. You might could get I don't maybe a swap on a like three picks and a swap. Or two and two swaps, maybe, but that's a terrifying team. Um, yeah, who that's else? What's the, yeah, what's the who wants some Kevin Durant? Anyone would, would Philly fans, and I mean, this is a genuine question, would they be upset 
if they won the title, but trading for KD tanked Embiid's MVP candidacy? I think they would. Only if he finished second. To, I think only if Jokic won. <laughs> Anybody else could win. If it's like he didn't win the MVP, but Giannis did, or, or, or even Tatum or anybody, Nick Claxton, whoever you may say, as long as it wasn't Jokic. If it was Jokic again, then they wouldn't claim that. They just never pick up the trophy. Unclaimed. I love the Philly, I love the Philly guys. I'd rather give up Springer and Corkmaz instead of Maxi. You no know, fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather give up uh, two rusty pennies instead of the dollar bill. Um, I fancy myself a businessman. Um, that's <laughs> who else for Kevin Durant? I thought like Suns. I'm trying to think of the teams that were in the mix like over the summer, like the Raptors were, but I don't think they're any longer. The Suns don't eight, like their eight. draft picks. Aiden and Bossman work money wise. Aiden would have to approve, I think, until the summer. And any trade, I feel like he probably would approve. He wants uh, to go to Indiana. What are you talking about? He doesn't want a big city that's life. What I'm saying. <laughs> he just wants uh, the non Phoenix life. And then send them, yeah, four picks, three swaps. Like whatever the, whatever the most we could send. And they would have Durant, Booker coming back, and then Chris Paul. Slotting down a role, still have Bridges, still have Cam Johnson. It'd be a lot of Bismack Biombo if he's still even on the team. I was gonna say you're a small team at that point, but Kevin bio Durant, guy. yeah, yeah, buyout guy. This is always centers available. Like again, depending on what, like Javale McGee, I feel like Dallas would get off that for anything. So if it's like, hey, we'll a second round pick and we'll just eat the salary, right? So KD, yeah, KD for Crowder, Aiton. And four picks. I'd much rather have what Philly's selling. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to love Aiton and because those picks aren't going to be good. The Philly picks is like, listen, what if this blows up and then B wants out of there? I want some gold. I want those picks later on. Listen, the Suns could blow up just as easily. (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind. They got a new owner, though. I feel like they'll just be (laughs) like, uh, no, we will not fail, even if we should. Uh, Suns, who else this summer? The Nets are the four seed. They're 11 games over 500. Right. Like they're, once KD comes back, they were like a problem in the East and not necessarily mm-hmm. a team you want to play in the playoffs. And Kyrie just said, fuck all that. It's his last chance to get that big bag, man. I, I get it. I'm not I saying mean, it's the right. I mean, is he going to go one plus one? He could have did. He could have did that with the Nets. So that's why I don't think I don't think he's hip to the one plus one, two plus one. I think he's like I just want to four and one or take the longer deal. Far they want eight when they have Claxon for the fraction of the price. Double center. That's what everyone wants. Double center. No, I don't know. Um, the Knicks. They didn't trade that stuff for Donnie Mitch. Get it for Kevin Durant, same package. If you're finally really willing to give up Grimes. Uh... It'd be a really good team, all jokes aside. Bronson, uh, Randall, and KD would be really good. That's what I'm saying. So do they have the... Oh, yeah, Fournier. RJ Barrett. Who, who, yeah, who we trade, Rose. You convince yourself that he's like the good young player that you get back in the deal. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm trading 
Barrett, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's 12 years younger and much worse. Maybe right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Does Barrett and Fournier, does that work salary wise? And then we can add picks and stuff. And Katie just moves across the hall. No. That's what do we need? Seven million. Yeah, he well, oh yeah, Barrett, he's on the last. Okay, I he's didn't realize somebody point, like when Jeremy Lin was even rumored to be offered a poison pill, it was like breaking news. Now they're getting signed all the time, and I don't even know about it. <laughs> well, I think it's any con- any rookie con because it was Jordan Pools too. If you've signed that rookie deal that hasn't kicked in yet, gotcha. I think that's what poison. I think in these kids in these cases, but old time it was like, yeah, no, he makes fifteen million this year, minimum wage next year, and eighty seven million dollars the last year. So. They made it seem like they were going to have to strip the garden for parts if they signed Jeremy Lin to that guy. They were like, listen, we can sign him. We just won't have anywhere to play. Out Rucker? We're playing yeah, outdoors yeah. this winter? They won't have any teammates. Are you Are you okay with that? Get us to does yeah, Reddish, Barrett, and Fournier work? 455000 Oh, you can make that work. I would be calling Silver. So like, grimy. are we serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'll cash app this to you, man. Uh, <laughs> which guy do we want to do? Sfee. I would say Miles McBride just because he has some upside. If we're trying to do it somewhat realistic. Would that? Would they want to give him up? I would. You are just, you're just all in Durant? on this Durant guy, man. You, you just, <laughs> <not> just... <laughs> so Fournier, Barrett, Reddish, McBride works salary wise, and the Knicks have All some picks. picks I was gonna say, know? the Knicks yeah. have let's see the Knicks picks because it'd be like, Yeah, we'll take that, but we need them all, baby. Everything you wouldn't do for Donnie Mitchell, but I would like the they've got they've got so many shitty protected first round picks, stink. like they have the Pistons and Washington's pick this year, but those are protect like they're not going to be good picks this year. So, those are the picks. If I'm the Knicks, I'm trying to trade them. If I'm the Nets, those are the ones I don't want. I will say for the Nets, I do feel like they hit at a decent rate in the non-top 10. They really haven't had top 10. The, the top 10 picks they've had are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown uh, hey. and Colin Sexton. So it's like they've kind of had to scrap at that. Like Claxton wasn't – like he was in the 20s, I believe, if even a second rounder. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like they hit on him. Cam Thomas was, I think, mid-20s. Um, he's so, not good, though. Oh, he's good. He's he good. scored 10 straight points against the Celtics uh, the other night. Didn't yeah, help cut the lead like to 58. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, just because we hit there don't mean I, I don't want them higher picks. I want the That's... Knicks. I want the Knicks unprotected pick. I'd rather trade Springer. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Cork Moss. Uh... For Duran straight up if the, if the, yeah. the dollars work. Uh, yeah, let's see. The, I need the 2020. I'm just trying to decide which 2023 picks I want. Probably the I think the Dallas conveys this year. It won't be a good pick because they'll probably be in the playoffs. So give me that Dallas pick. Give me the Knicks own that 2023 first. The 2025 Knicks pick. They can keep the Bucks one. The 2027 Knicks pick. And can I get 29? Do we have a deal? Can you even do five first? Um, <laughs> Doesn't say you can. 
Hey, hey, they we just literally it. saw it with Gobert. Yeah. Well, I think it was one. I always forget if one was like a like Walker Kessler who had just been picked, so he wasn't yeah. technically a draft pick. That's what I always forget. Uh, Maybe there's but no rule saying a dog can't play basketball. Right. <laughs> it should be written, and to this day, it hasn't. But yeah, no, this machine I trusted with my life. It tell us if we couldn't. So Fournier, Barrett, Reddish, McBride, five future first for Kevin Durant. That's such, no. such an ugly package for Kevin Durant. That's hideous. It's all yeah. I mean, it's Kevin Durant. Like, you're not gonna get a dollar for a dollar, but right. you could target like Barrett and McBride Reddish if you let him play. I think the Fournier salary is team. I think you can knock that off like next, maybe this summer. And five picks, like you replenish all the picks you lost getting Harden and Kyrie. So we're just like, okay, we're just back to Zero, but we got some picks. So that's a good Knicks team, though. That's an unbelievable. That's the best Knicks team in my life. Like, not even joking. Get him a coat. Can we trade him uh, Jacques Vaughn <laughs> for another first? Um, yeah, just send Tibbs back to the Nets and Cam Reddish is like, what What have I done? What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> I like this. It really comes down to if the Nets like Barrett more than Maxi, which I don't think is that hard to assume given their draft pedigree. Recently, I like Maxi more than Barrett, but I'd be shocked if that was like the industry standard belief. I was gonna say, yeah, I think that there's good cases for for both sides with like Barrett's size and what he's shown on defense. He's also been, like already been paid. I don't know if that helps or hurts. Like you'll get to decide what you pay Maxi. Barrett's is already, I think, thirty over four years. Um so I can see either side of that. Can we get a, po- a quick poll on this one, Scoob, before we get out of here? Who wins this trade? The Knicks, who would receive Kevin Durant, or the Nets, who would receive Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Miles McBride, and one, two, three, four, five first-round picks. If the they, poll is up. If the Nets yeah. can figure out a way to trade KD, like I think they should focus on trading KD and then trade Kyrie after for whatever they can get. Uh, because Kyrie's return is probably not going to be great regardless. Either so, way, yeah. Yeah, so get the max you can get for KD, then move Kyrie. They're kind of set up. If they can get even a pick or two in the Kyrie package, I don't think they'll get players worth of shit, but if you get a pick or two, they could be set up pretty decent to turn this thing around through like a real rebuild. Yeah, so you have like... Like, Jacques Vaughn has shown like, he's a good coach. Claxton's, Claxton's playing better. I think Joe may have one more year, but you, like, you'll have some salary falling off the books and right. some picks in the, in the cupboard. So not a terrible spot. So who, uh, who wins this deal, boys? Does Katie have a no trade? Nope. Oh. I remember that this summer because it was like he, he really just signed that sight unseen before Harden, Kyrie, anything. He got a full four, didn't ask for a player option, no trade, nothing. He was just like, I'm good with the boys. Till the boys weren't I, good. I, I I love Jam. I wish it was YC here instead of Jam just to hear like <laughs> why you can't give up Miles McBride for Kevin Durant. I mean, Cam Reddish. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me KD all day here. Yeah, the Knicks absolutely win because they're getting Kevin Durant without giving up any good players. Hey. Again, Evan Except Fournier for just did McBride. nothing for I you. I guess or? Miles McBride. Yes, Evan Fournier did do nothing for me. <laughs>
I could see it. And again, I think this is a if you, like Durant's clearly your best player. If you want to call like Brunson or Rand, like Brunson second, which would slot Randall down third, which is maybe uh, where he should be. Yeah, Randall's the all star of the two. I think he's clearly second there. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> and then you'd have you know, Grimes, Mitch Robinson still have the bigs for Tibbs to play. Uh, and some. Um, it's really it, but I don't know what else you need. You got Kevin Durant and two other all-star caliber players, man. Pretty good. So, what do the people say, school? How many Nets fans do we have in here is what I'm asking. <laughs> not <laughs> many, not many. Uh, more than I thought. More than I thought. 72% say the Knicks. 27% say the Nets. I mean, it, it is five picks. Those pick, what if you just draft five Kevin Durant's? <laughs> then you, you're really in the money. So that'll do it for us. What a nice little a tidbit of breaking news. Appreciate that, Sean. Probably doesn't get traded at all, but he dropped that just for us. <laughs> and we're thankful for that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Are we going to get a big scoop to close it out? Screaming yeah. black. Are we going to get a big scoop? Big scoop. Big scoop. scoop. Yeah! <laughs> Best Friday ever. Um, again, I say I'd run Big Scoop every episode if I could. If I could. Every episode. Uh, but we're thankful to chat. Thankful to Brother Roby. Thankful to YC, who was here earlier. To Jam Packer, the Mick Man. Uh, Scoob and Big Scoob for pressing our buttons. If everybody could give us a thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribe in the chat. You can chat with us Monday. You have a good weekend. We'll catch you Monday.